0: Sirius (laughs) now, Howard Stern.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. What a beautiful day as we celebrate Wednesday. That's right. And uh, we love it. We love it here. We love being on the air. We love being with you. Um, It's
2: December 7th, Howard.
1: It's December 7th. Jimmy Kimmel ran a good bit the other night. He goes, uh, it was all the weather people going, can you believe Kimmel, it's Kimmel. December? You know when people go, can you yeah. believe it's December already? And it was like, <laughs> become a cliche. I mean, honestly, I can't believe it's December already, but here we are.
2: <laughs> but December 7th is a holiday.
1: Is it? Remember What's today? today?
2: Isn't What's this today? Pearl Harbor Day?
1: Oh, yes, Pearl Harbor Day. I was testing you. You're absolutely right. We <laughs> You passed. <laughs> uh, I knew that
2: I should have asked um, <laughs> Pearl I knew Harbor you know Day. being a veteran, I thought you would yeah. um, you know some special plans for today.
1: Well, you know, it is distressing to see what some people are uh backing in this country. When you think about Pearl Harbor Day, if you love this country, you got to remember what we were fighting for. We were fighting for freedom. We were fighting for this country and the beliefs in the constitution and the democracy and the free vote. And, uh, there are people willing to give that up. And I can't believe it. It's rather shocking. I was, ha- I mean, again, I, I don't want to get political because I know it's boring because there's so many people who talk politics for a living and do it better than I do. But I was personally, uh, gratified to see that Herschel Walker lost. But, you know, as I was saying to my wife this morning, only by a 100,000 votes, there's still a lot of morons out there that would elect a guy like that. And uh, he's completely unqualified. I mean, I got no problem with Herschel Walker as a as a football player. And I understand he's a beloved football hero in Georgia. But that, come on, dude, you could not. Well, he lost. So good for you people at Georgia. I mean, the, the guy's a total embarrassment. And if you had elected him, I don't know what I would, I don't know what I would have thought. When I, I heard
2: it this morning, I thought maybe those games helped, you know, maybe yeah. when we were playing the Herschel Walker versus whack pack game and Herschel Walker versus beauty contestants, people were well, really here.
3: what it was going th-
1: on. Then I was like kind of amazed by Donald Trump again, because the other big thing in the news was that Donald Trump. His organization, the Trump organization, was found guilty of tax fraud. Two Trump organizations. Yeah. And somehow Trump has nothing to do with it again. They said it's not a
2: clear-cut case of him being oblivious to what was going on. They do have memos of him sort of rubber stamping some of these practices. So, uh, you know, the guy who prosecuted said, it's not over yet.
1: I see, because it is amazing that with, like, the charity, the Trump University, the um, all these things are never his fault, never Donald's fault. He never is the one, he, he knows nothing about any of this. It's really remarkable how he's managed to avoid any responsibility in any of this stuff. But people keep but,
2: electing him because they think he knows something, yet he knows yeah. nothing about
1: anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. But anyway, uh, this guy, Raphael Warnock, who seems to be a decent guy, a well-spoken guy, a, a knowledgeable guy, got 51.4% of the vote. Herschel got 48.6% of the vote. So that's what 95% of the votes reported. And they're calling Raphael Warnock the winner in, uh, in uh, Georgia. And I don't care. Listen, I don't care what Warnock stands for. I don't care what Herschel Walker says. But without Herschel Walker, opens his mouth. And you go, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Not well, to the mention funniest
2: thing to me was that, uh, you know, I'm watching the news the day before the election and they go up to some woman and and uh she's, uh, you know, backing Herschel Walker and uh they say, why are you backing Herschel Walker? And she says, because I think he'll do more for the people of Georgia think he cares i think he knows more about georgia and he'll do more for the people in georgia Mm -hmm. he doesn't even know how to get across the street (laughs) how to do anything (laughs) for the people in georgia
1: um yeah, here's a along those lines, here's a tape of a Herschel Walker's reporter and who said I think Herschel Walker would be a better candidate and they asked him why and he, he completely went blank. He had no reason why the guy would be any good. And it was kind of funny on the news they just cut away from him.
4: Based on what you heard today, are you thinking that he's going to take the issues of Georgia to Washington DC?
5: I am. I do think he will do that. Will bring us responsible
6: government.
2: When we ask how. In
6: what way? Well, he believes that uh, people should. In what way?
4: Either way, Walker believes voters <laughs> need to head to the polls and send uh, him to D.C.
1: Although I got to admit, Herschel Walker had some good music going there, but the Stones start me up, you
2: know, which. Uh, he probably didn't pick that either (laughs) i don't think i don't think his musical taste was being displayed oh
1: hey donald trump everyone good morning mr president
7: good morning howard good morning listen listen i tried to support herschel but he kept focusing on the wrong things vampires werewolves all those abortions (laughs) you know you gotta hide the abortions you gotta hide those what did you what were you
1: thinking i mean uh you are the one who handpicked herschel walker to run i mean you got to take some responsibility in this no
7: i don't take any responsibility herschel squirt walker what a loser never liked him i'm not surprised he lost the guy's got like scrambled eggs for brains i tried to support herschel but he kept focusing on the wrong things you know what i'm saying and well, his son, I mean, he you lost, he would never you lost shut an up. election. You lost Who? an election. Me? No, no, no. It yeah. was stolen. That was stolen <laughs> from me. I think we all know that. It was, stop the steal. Stop the steal.
1: <laughs> right. Stop the steal. Well, okay. You know, Herschel so-
7: wasn't, he just wasn't sexy enough. He wasn't sex. I told him, dump the wife, go to a strip club, pick up the hottest chick from Croatia. Boom. You'll win. Sex sells. Sex gets votes.
1: Well, let me say this. Hold on, who's
7: sorry. that? Excuse me, who's interrupting me, Howard?
1: Uh,
8: it's George Takei from
1: Star Trek. Hey, George. Oh
7: god. You George. you are not
8: taking responsibility for uh, Herschel Walker's lost. You see that the people of America don't care anymore about uh, what you stand for, for what you represent. You're losing. Your criminal enterprise is finally failing.
7: Shut All up, of America you loser. Seizes. Jesus, listen, Howard, I don't need this today. I don't need George Tacti. Hey, listen, George, everyone knows you didn't do anything on Star Wars except blow Chekhov, all right? William (laughs) Shatner is number one, and you were terrible in Star Wars. Terrible.
8: You know, your name is going to be synonymous with crime. Uh, You don't take responsibility for what your Trump organization did. You know, as well as I do, that you are responsible for its actions, for what it
7: stands for, for the people it represents. It has your name on it, for God's sake. Shut up, you old queen, all right? And why are you calling in on Pearl Harbor Day? This is the worst possible day you could be calling in. It's really sad. (laughs) It's really disrespectful. (laughs) for you to be calling in today of all days
8: it's because i'm in the ocean american citizen a japanese american citizen and what happened on pearl Tarbor was a tragedy and it started a war but i am here to say that i stand for something while you don't
1: george didn't you write a
7: cleaning George, did you? What did uh, he
1: say? Did, you stand he, for dry stand cleaning. Dry cleaning, yeah. George, <laughs> didn't you? uh Didn't you write a whole play about uh, being in a Japanese American ter- internment camp, which no, the, saw, which no one saw?
7: Which no one saw. By the way, we
8: are debuting in 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 England uh, in next year. In theater. England,
7: oh yes. wow! The whole 15, world wants to know the it. truth,
8: and they can't wait to see the incredible performances that we put on. You're You're not it, are you? you you, You're just mad that you have a tiny Asian
7: pecker. (laughs) (laughs) Brad, excuse me. Brad, get in here. The only person with a tiny Asian pecker is you, by the way. Well,
1: let let me me listen. As long as I have um, you here, Mr. Ex-President, What are you going to do about that whole thing? The Trump organization was found guilty of fraud, tax fraud. I mean, you must. Excuse me.
7: Excuse me. Excuse me. Howard. Howard. What a joke. What? a joke new york is overrun with crime drugs puerto ricans and the justice department is wasting time on this the new york legal system can't even keep the guy dressed as elmo in times square from taking his pecker out you think they're smart enough to handle this tax fraud which of course i did not commit i'm completely innocent i never heard of texas first off i'm essentially an employee at the trump organization you know like a figurehead i was hardly there at trump tower you know sure i kept an office but there's nothing in it and the apartment was just for show nobody lived there it's so gaudy and i was not named in the indictment i'd like to say that one more time I was not named. Outright the
8: lies. You need Go to in. turn yourself in. You know, Donald is a racist. You're a fraud.
7: I'm not a racist. I love everybody. Okay. Sure. My name's on the building and the organization, but I wasn't making the day to dis- day decisions. Bullshit. You know that, Howard. <laughs> You're a oh, very bro. angry Japanese man. Okay. This is I- barbarism. <laughs> y-
8: you are a Cro-Magnum. You Wait, who's Barbara? Barbara? My Certainly, mess.
1: uh, certainly, uh, Mr. Trump, you must admire George's acting from he was in Star Trek, for God's sakes. You shouldn't acting, be te-
7: acting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. The guy's like a mannequin. He's, he's the worst actor ever. Has he done anything? And
8: I you mean, aren't qualified to run a business, much less the country.
7: I was in Home well, Alone. I was in Home Alone. Were you in Home Alone? <laughs> I was in Home Alone. Have biggest, you even I seen, seen Star, Star, Star Trek 6? Star Trek 6, which one's that? The math. Your people are supposed to be good at that.
1: Star Trek VI, uh, George, tell um,
8: uh, Mr. Trump that you were elevated to a captain. Yes, I was elevated finally to captain of a ship. And I saved the day, uh, rightfully so. Representation matters. And you, you of course are, are uh, uh, you need to turn yourself in immediately. The entire country hates you.
7: George, George, let me say something to you seriously. And I would like to do it in your language because I love the Japanese people. You, Japanese, you a joke. You use your pee-pee to give dudes a pokey. Okay?
8: All right. Listen, guys.
7: That was like Shatner with the worst wig.
8: <laughs> you know, I bet you paid for your role in Home Alone 2. <laughs>
7: no, they did it at my hotel. Aren't you a for, Jedi? You, you
8: used all your, your father's you money <laughs> to put you where you are today.
7: You're all Jedi right. or something.
8: All
1: right, you know, you guys I se- look-
7: George, I have serious things going on right now that I have to deal with because I had somebody in my company stealing from me. It was a horrible situation. And what do you do? What do you do? You do cartoon voices. I'm running a real business, and I ran the world as the president of the United States. Greatest president in the history of presidents. Go
8: bankrupt another casino, you shithead. Oh. oh, well, George, I really pissed.
7: I don't like this. I'm going to get you deported, George, when I'm back in the presidency, which is going to happen very, very soon.
8: Did you know that Donald Trump supported employment discrimination against the LGBTQ plus community? You know, the Trump administration submitted amicus briefs to the U.S. Supreme Court supporting discrimination against those people.
7: Hey, George, answer? what time is the uh, Allegiance show in Branson, Missouri tonight?
8: <laughs> well actually that's
1: hey. Okay. <laughs> All right, listen. Uh oh you can we get guys? back the real things, please? Well, let's talk about something real then. You know, I uh I must say, uh Mr. Trump, I saw you got reinstated to Twitter uh, but you're not what going I... on. You said no, I to Elon Musk. You do not want to go no, back I... on Twitter.
7: I want to be back on Twitter, but I have a deal in process right now. We're going to get we have truth social, which is probably even bigger than Twitter. And I want to sell it because I want to sell things because that's what I do. I make deals. But until I can close that deal, I can't get back on Twitter.
1: I see. All right. Well.
8: Uh, there you go. George, uh, you've made your it's point. It's a travesty that he's allowed a platform anywhere. And I'm, I'm honestly shocked he's even here. Now, Mr. Trump, you need to explain why. Why you kick people living with HIV out of the military because of their status.
7: George, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Go learn <laughs> to cook some fish, okay?
1: All right, listen, very listen very well.
7: I built up the I built up the military bigger than any other president in his history. He's team. a loser. All of his candidates are losers.
8: Herschel Walker, uh, you lost the election to Joe Biden. You you're just failing, and you just need to stop trying because it's a it's a it's a waste of time.
1: Well, well you know I if have you to
7: tell you Go ahead,
8: Alex. No, please, Mr. Trump. Go
1: ahead. Yes.
7: I just wanted to say the election was stolen from me. We have got a lot of evidence on that. The voting machines and Herschel, they're probably gonna And like Howard said, a lot of people voted for Herschel and he's got (laughs) scrambled eggs for brains. So I have to tell you, people like him, people like him. And they're probably they probably went into the. the, the But Mr. President,
1: what about the accusation? What about the accusation that George calls you a loser? Uh, Do you think George is a loser?
7: I think George is a total loser. He was on in, what, 1969 on a television show? George, that was many, many decades ago, okay? I was the president of the United States. Were you the president of the local gay club where you are in West Hollywood? Give me a You
8: are loathsome. You know, in the eyes of the law, the Trump Organization will be a criminal enterprise now and forever. Irrevocable truth has been revealed.
7: well Well, george you sound like you're smart but you're not okay you're vile well at least i have a bigger penis than you you know i completely
8: detest you
7: (laughs) well listen what i'm gonna do to you when i'm back why don't you guys
8: why
7: don't i'm dealing with
8: a man baby here
7: brad (laughs) bring me some warm milk
1: you're a man baby why don't you guys end this way, because I'd like to end on a positive note. Um, uh, uh, George, you say something positive about Donald, and Donald, you say something positive about George, okay? I'm going to begin with George. George, say something positive about
8: Mr. Mr. Trump. Donald Trump, I'd like to say that you're like a rat in a well, screeching and clawing to climb on anything that hangs. And Donald's wife, Melania, is nice. All right.
9: Thank you, you so that, much. That, that,
0: that,
1: all right, and 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 Donald, can you return the favor to Mister Takai?
7: Absolutely, George is very old and he'll die soon.
1: Well, isn't oh. that nice? <laughs> nah, all right, well, well that's the nicest thing I well can said.
7: say. Hold on, don't keep talking, don't keep talking. You had your opportunity.
8: Well, he can say what he wants. Go ahead, George. Go ahead. You know, I I think I have to say that your wig is better than Shatner's
7: oh absolutely (laughs) absolutely because it's real it's real and howard knows it's real He's, he's pulled on it
1: right all right listen mr trump thank you um uh and and george thank you i'm i'm happy to see you guys on the show and uh i
8: appreciate it okay all right guys
7: and i'm innocent and i'm totally innocent no, you
8: eliminated so many things as president. You eliminated the language protecting LGBTQ children participating oh, in wow. the uh, 4-H program. You know the Trump Pence administration ordered that all 4-H programs to remove a policy specifically welcoming the LGBTQ plus children into the 4-H program, oh, my which God, led to the
7: firing so of an boring. official who
8: protested. Are you
1: sleeping, Where Mr. Is Trump? It sit-
7: I, I can't believe this guy. He talks about the most boring stuff. Where's the tsunami when you need one? Oh,
8: I did my homework, <laughs> oh, my Donald. Uh, more, more than I can say for you. You know, you also suggested uh, that it's acceptable for schools to discriminate against LGBTQ students while accepting taxpayer funds. You know, the Secretary of Education...
1: You know, I got to go, guys, but Let's I don't think David, we're
8: going to solve anything here. Rule out
1: I don't, funding. Our nation while. will never heal. I'm telling you, I... <laughs>
7: go jump off a rainbow. Oh. <laughs> okay.
2: Well. Wow. That didn't go so well. No, you were I thought maybe to bring a little good feeling in, but Yeah. Didn't work. Wow.
1: Wow. All right, anyway, um the only, the only other thing I'll say about the Herschel Walker thing, I think it's fascinating. His he one of these kids that he has. I think this is a kid that he did help raise, but I'm not sure. His I'm kid, not sure that he helped
2: he raise has, him. He called him an absentee father.
1: Oh, but this kid is a he. He claims. I think he claims he's a right wing spokesperson or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's very confusing to me. But he doesn't like his father, Herschel Walker. Uh, and he, he, he came out
10: and said a couple of At things. At the beginning of the campaign, I didn't want to be involved, but if he would do something dumb on Fox or say something stupid, I'd call him from behind the scenes and I'd be like, dude, you sound like a kid who like, Has to give a book report presentation in class and you haven't read the book. (laughs) That's what you're sounding like when you go on Fox. And because my dad is such a good competitor and he's used to winning a lot and he's used to, you know, his athletic, athleticism, he just thinks he doesn't need to do much preparation. He's going to be good, but this isn't an athletic event. You have to study talking points. You have to study. You have to go to policy class and it didn't feel like he was doing his homework. It didn't.
1: I like this kid. I mean, uh, he at least called up Herschel and said, you sound like a moron.
10: (laughs)
2: At least that message was getting through. I don't think anybody else close to him was willing to say that to him.
1: His name is Christian Walker, and he's the only child of Herschel and Herschel's first wife. So there you go. That kid should run for Senate. He could have won. But, uh, you know, yeah, they, he can... spit,
2: they picked the wrong walker. That's
1: what yeah, they did. Trump picked the wrong walker. <laughs> and then he had this to say about his his whole dad's candidacy and everything. But
10: I wanted to send a tweet that said Dear Democrats, get your thank you notes ready. You, you should send your thank you notes tomorrow, Lago, because uh, Trump put a mentally ill wife beater football player against your candidate. You can thank Trump for that one. That's the truth. There you go. He's right. I mean, well, let Trump. me
2: get my thank you note together. Yeah. Tomorrow, Lago. Well,
1: in Georgia, Georgia has been at least you know certainly in the recent past, uh, all Republican. You know, all the Republican candidates win. So this guy Herschel Walker was so bad that he actually lost. I mean, it would have been insane.
2: Well, they really tested it because they just put anybody up for election and called him a Republican.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they really did test it. They tested the the whole thing. So, um, I guess in the beginning Christian maybe maybe attended political rallies for his father, but then he started tweeting out against him. I guess even he couldn't support his father.
2: There you go. Well, he said even uh, I think yesterday after the loss that You know, his dad said he wasn't going to use the family as a talking point in the election. And then he broke that rule. And that really set Christian off and uh, he had to start revealing things.
1: Yeah. Christian tweeted the following. Every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office because we all knew some of his past. Every single one. He decided to give us the middle finger and air out all of his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it the kid really uh slammed the old man uh. yeah yeah oh, there you go mm. i'm sure that didn't help uh the other thing was is that uh this moron this vile human being who's causing so much problem in the world and uh, causing so much pain destruction and death Vladimir Putin, the enemy of uh, at least some Americans. There are Americans now who love this guy. It's really depressing. They won't even say a bad word about him. This monster of a human being, Vladimir Putin, evidently fell down the steps, hit his coccyx bone, and, uh, and he shit his pants. He shit his pants. Did you hear about now, this?
2: Where did you where did where was that written?
1: <laughs> Reports say Russian president president. It's been on all of all the newscasts. <laughs> r- reportedly, uh, Vladimir Putin fell down the stairs and soiled himself last week, capping off a banner year for his country. Um, but this is the bad. The only reason I'm bringing this up is a to just say how great this is. They're saying that maybe he's very sick. Uh, which is, thank God. I mean, maybe the guy will die. I mean,
2: they do this every time. They try to find evidence of illness. It never seems to work out.
1: All right, but you'll like this. Here's how the media handled this story. Because the guy shit his pants, you know, they get... <laughs> <laughs> A lot of television stations can't deal with this saying like, hey, he shit his pants or he crapped his pants or he he defecated or he, you know, whatever, did whatever number it, two, what did they yeah, become they,
2: babies?
1: <laughs> but basically the anchor people and, you know really is there a better job out there when you think about it than sitting on TV and calling yourself a news person and just reading off a teleprompter i don't think there is a better a better job but i'm amazed also how so many of these people do not pre-read what they're going to read on the air but the anchors found different ways to say putin shit himself including three different pronunciations of the word defecated which is not a hard word yeah. to read but you got to hear this this is the best you're going to laugh um,
6: Putin fell down a flight of stairs And hit his coccyx And because the Russian president Suffers from digestional problems Involvement By the way, is
2: digestional? digestional
1: Is there such a word as digest yeah. Isn't it digestive? Yes Well wait, wait. it gets better Digestional problems <laughs> uh, Because the president suffers from digestional problems Like Everyone's trying to sound like a doctor Just talk, you know one tip I'll give uh, young broadcasters, just speak like a normal person. Don't use words you don't even know what they are. Just keep it simple. That's how I managed not to make a complete fool out of myself on the radio. Whenever I started to think big, I reduced it to small. <laughs> I uh, I go by the, the rule of the three stooges. If the three stooges didn't use the word, I don't use it.
6: Putin fell down a flight of stairs and hit his coccyx, and because the Russian president suffers from digestional problems, involuntarily defecated upon impact, okay? That's what the story is. It says Putin
4: fell down five stairs, stairs this week, then involuntarily defecated on himself after landing on his tailbone.
6: It says Putin fell down five stairs earlier this week, then involuntarily defected on himself after landing on his tailbone. It
11: says he <laughs> fell down five stairs this week, then involuntarily soiled himself after landing on his tailbone. It says Putin fell down five stairs this week, then involuntarily messed himself after landing
9: on his tailbone yeah
1: i think so many people had uh, problems with defecation that they just went oh he soiled himself which is probably the best thing to say
2: that's going by your rule go small
1: (laughs) i mean did you hear that uh, president putin defected earlier today (laughs) upon himself he defected on himself he involuntarily defected today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like big dummies reading the news. Um, and by the way, it's I'm good to make fun that
2: first guy with the digestional got out coccyx very well.
1: The coccyx he did okay with.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anyway, good morning, uh, Jeff from New York. Okay, Jeff, what's up?
6: What are you uh, getting your mom
9: for Christmas?
1: What am I getting my mom for Christmas? No, nothing. I, I I pay for her whole life. Are you fucking high? Get my mom. First of all, you can't give my mother a gift. It it goes horribly. It goes horribly. My cousins uh Richie and Julie come over. And they are so the two sweetest people you'll ever meet in the world. They're very good to my mother. Whenever they come over, they bring her uh either like um a chocolates or a pastry something you know
9: mm-hmm.
1: and uh and and by the way it's such a nice gesture and whether you like the ch- particular chocolate or the pastry or you know whatever or the, or they bring her something very like dewy like rugala because they're you know they're super dewy and it's <laughs> like you know you know Ray here's your rugala you know and um my you know when as soon as they leave the room my mother looks at me why did I bring him rugala <laughs> what am I going to do with Rugala? I go, Mom, it's a nice gesture. Why don't you taste the rugula? I can't eat all this Ruggala. I go, Mom, just eat one piece of the rugula. I don't want to get started with rugula. Bring it out of the room. Bring it out of the room. You know, it's like, it's like, it's like, I'm like, it's oh like my a tragedy
2: God. happened. And like, yeah. how did they, they came over here and they destroyed my apartment? What's wrong yeah. with them? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's
1: almost like my mom, my mom was always a neat freak. I told you, she threw everything out of my room, even without asking me. My comic book collection, <laughs> she gave away to people. Like, it, it's something about, like, not wanting mess no mess okay. no mess in her house she wants everything sanitized almost like people don't live there and as soon as someone brings something over i used to bring my mom stuff and then she would just bitch and moan about it i i used to send my mother every what was it like valentine's day because you know i kind of felt bad for the old broad my, my dad never got her a valentine gift <laughs> zero gifts and, and now she's telling me my dad never even said he loved her you know he never he never said right. hey i love you I go, mom, what's with dad with the with the with the being uptight? Guy clearly loved you. I mean, he lived with you for 75 fucking years. Your father wasn't like that. He didn't know how to say things. I go, he knew how to yell at me. He said everything. Got <laughs> it right out. That he knew how to do. But you get my mother gifts. So I, so I remember I would send my mom flowers on Valentine's Day because I thought it would be nice. And then I get the call. Thinking I'm going to hear, you know what, it's so sweet of you, my son. No, it's like, listen, I'm going to say something. I don't want you to be mad at me. Okay. Don't send me flowers. They're full of bugs. We've got bugs in the house flying around. I go, Mom, what are you talking about, bugs? What? Well, I don't know where you found the florist, but we had... <laughs> An infestation from these flowers. As soon as I threw those flowers out, there were no more. Don't send me flowers anymore. Wow. So then I said to myself, being the sucker I am, how could I not send my mother something, whether it was her birthday, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day. Mother's Day comes around. I send her. and I said, oh, my mother doesn't like flowers. Meanwhile, she could have just... Thrown out the flowers. It was obviously she got a bum batch, But it, she had to make a whole thing out of that, you know. So I said, well, I'll send her fruit. Everybody loves fruit. My father eats fruit. My mother, you know. Oh, Why do you getting me this fruit? We can't eat so much. Your father, we go out to dinner. He has a, a fruit cup there. He doesn't come home and eat the fruit. So it's going to waste. We don't eat that. Okay.
2: Well, you know, wow. Really? Not even an I appreciate the sentiment, but. Oh, no. There's well, no yeah, thank well, yeah. you yeah. in there at all. It would what? be like, it was very nice. But... <laughs> you know,
1: everything I sent was horrible. So I have stopped. I don't get her anything now. I mean, you're going to say, what, what's my mother? I'm buying her TVs. I got full-time assistance. I got, uh, I, I, I pay for her where she lives. I pay for the food
2: she, what do you mean? How many you more? You just guys? got her the new clock and you got her a calendar and you got I, her. The ottoman the I just sound thing, the ottoman.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, uh, what is it? Um, and I don't get thanked anyway. If if it's something my mother needs, my mother just carries on about Beth. It's a weird <laughs> thing. Some psychiatrist wrote me a letter about this. I was lamenting oh, yeah? on the air the other day. I go, my mother acts like I have nothing to do with her life being good now. She she only thanks Beth. Even last night I spoke to her to ask her how she was doing, and and she goes, "I'm uh, that." But she goes, see oh here." She goes, um. When Beth wears an outfit or she buys clothes, her taste, you know, right away, no one has taste like Beth. And I'm so grateful to her. I'm, it's why everyone compliments me on the new autumn. And, and I mean, it's on and on. And Beth is an angel. And Beth is, and you know, I want to say, mom. No offense i don't even know how well you really know beth you know i mean it's not like you guys spent a lot of time alone together i don't remember you you know guys going out to dinner alone or hanging out. You, you're building up a story about beth and you're forgetting that i pay <laughs> you know i'm i'm out here i'm out, i'm down here in the basement grinding out these for cock radio shows Sweating, toiling. Uh, she, you know, I don't think she realizes Beth doesn't pay for this stuff. I pay for it.
2: Get out of here. She has to know that. I don't know.
1: So, some psychiatrist wrote me and he said,
2: and this, I don't
1: know if I'm buying this. Let me read this to you and well, I'll tell you why I'm not buying it. What does the
2: psychiatrist say?
1: All right. I'm just scrambling here to find it.
2: I would be very interested in, in a theory on this.
1: Yeah, this guy's a legit psychiatrist. Oh, why my mom loves Beth. Here you go. Howard, one of Freud's greatest findings is that some of the most important interpersonal messages are expressed indirectly because the messages are too hard to deliver directly. Your mother has always had difficulty expressing the love and respect she has for you. So she communicates it indirectly by extolling Beth. Hmm. That's a good. okay. that's a good theory. But my mom in the old days was pretty good at telling me she loved me. Yeah. But maybe it's right. Maybe what Freud says is true. Maybe it's just more comfortable for her to say to thank Beth all the time as opposed to me. Maybe she gets uncomfortable in some way. Maybe the psychiatrist knows what he's talking about. It's the, you know, there was an article in the New York Times. Why do men have trouble uh, uh, making friends with men and getting and having close personal relationships? And you know, I suspect men get nervous. They feel like it's gay to need another man and to want a relationship with a man, so they get uptight. You know, it's one of those kind of things. So maybe that's it. Maybe it's a displaced kind of thank you. Who knows? But.
2: Yeah, I guess you're going to mm. have to take your thanks in the name of Beth.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm. So now what I do when I'm listening to my mother, every time she says Beth, I just say to myself, Howard. <laughs> yeah. Beth can't even believe it. She's like, you know. I know I'm good to your mother, but this is crazy. Like, I'm, I'm, like, she thinks I walk on water. I go, yeah. Yeah. But maybe the psychiatrist is right. Maybe my mother thinks I walk on water. She just doesn't want to build me up too much.
2: Right. She has trouble saying that. I don't know why she would, but. Well, because,
1: you know, with my family's history, I think it would be hard for my mother to accept that anything that came out of her vagina (laughs) could be you know, the second coming of Christ, really. You know, like maybe, maybe she's like, but you're pretty great, but you came out of my vagina and you're from your father's sperm. There's no fucking way that could have happened. This That'd has got to be accident. a fluke.
2: It can't yeah. be real. <laughs> yeah,
1: it must be Beth who, uh, maybe my mother thinks that without Beth, I would somehow abandon her and that Beth is oh. the glue that's holding us together. I just had that thought. I don't
2: know. Ooh. Yeah that's interesting but, maybe she thinks like if beth was wasn't into this taking care of her you wouldn't be into this taking care um, of her that's what i'm thinking but i'm yeah. way
1: i mean i take care of everything with my mom of course i mean i'm i'm a real good son i think who knows well what do you mean who knows you know I mean, you know what I know, but that's me evaluating <laughs> me. That's like saying I just read the best screenplay ever. I'm yeah. A, who wrote uh, it? I wrote it. <laughs>
2: yeah. I'm a stable uh, genius.
1: Right. Yeah. You don't want to. But I think I am a real good son. I, I take care of my mommy. But uh geez, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to. I just met the most loving son in the world. Oh, yeah. Who's that? <laughs> me. <laughs> I saw me in the mirror but uh, I take care of all my mother's needs and I would be doing that whether I was married to Beth or not. I really would.
2: Right, but maybe yeah. she's... I don't mean that you wouldn't be doing it married to Beth or not, but you know, some of these families, the wife yeah. doesn't like the in-laws. Right. And so they never see the son.
1: There you go. Maybe that's yeah. it. My mother knows yeah. that too. My mother knows that. She knows if the wife doesn't like... Because that's probably how she carried on. You know, my father was <laughs> my father never did anything. My mother, if she liked you, she'd take care of you. Maybe that's right. it. Maybe that's what's going. But um, she loves Beth so much. That's it. She loves Beth. But we don't do love in my family. Uh, there's not a lot of um, expression of love, if you know well, what I
2: mean. Well, you have changed that, haven't you? Yep. Haven't you broken that spell?
1: I tell my daughters I love them every day. Pretty much, I do. Tell them how proud I am of them, how much I love them, and um, yeah, the um, they're terrific. Apple of my eye, kind of stuff. So Good. there you go. Yeah, I do it. I broke the. Uh, I broke it, Robin. I broke whatever was broken. I broke <laughs> <laughs> the pattern. <laughs> no, I'll say to the kids every day, "I love you." And you know what they say back to me? What? We love Beth. We love (laughs) Beth.
3: They they love
2: Beth too. And
1: they don't say it to
3: you. (laughs) That's
1: right. (laughs) No, no, my kids are really good about that stuff. Uh, let's go to, uh, Dave. Dave, you're on the air.
5: Hey, how's it going, Howard? A long time, first time caller. Hey, bro, I'm, I I know you love your mother and everything, but it it sounds like you're being really petty about, you know, having to pick up the expenses for her and stuff. Uh, I lost a year and a half ago. And, you know, I would do anything to have five more minutes with her, bro. No, as a uh,
1: matter of fact, I I love paying for everything for my mother. (laughs) How dare you? Are you kidding? It's the greatest. (laughs) It's fantastic. Oh, you have no idea.
9: How dare you?
1: Oh, God. Dave, I tell you what, you miss your mother, I'll give you mine, and you can pay her bills. (laughs) (laughs) You can have more than five minutes. Yeah, you'll have. You, oh, yeah, my mom's gonna. My mom's gonna outlive me. <laughs> you cut the checks for my mother and call me back, okay, pal? All right, All right brother, <laughs> I'm being paid. I give five minutes for my mother. Listen, <laughs> I wouldn't be paying those bills if I didn't love my mother. I'm paying so much. I think I got a lifetime guarantee. My mom's gonna live to be four hundred years old. What do you think <laughs> of that? <laughs> <laughs> it's too much, hey uh, let's say good morning to uh Gary Gary's from Rhode Island. We love Rhode Island. You know what goes on in Rhode Island.
12: Well, we love you, Howard and Robin. um thank you for taking my call. um I'm a little late for this, but i I tried to call last week, but I couldn't get through um every morning, we watch Morning Joe, who's on the same time as you uh what we do is we have you on the radio and we turn the volume down on the TV and we put it on closed caption so we could watch Morning Joe while we listen to you. And um, you were just terrific on that interview. We loved that interview. That was great. And you can just tell the, the mutual respect and love that, that you and Morning Joe have for each other and Willie also.
1: Yeah, I had a good time. It was nice. I wanted to do something to get the word out about HBO and the fact that HBO would be carrying the Bruce Springsteen interview and um but I didn't want to leave my house. Like if I was really in full-on promotional mode, I would have gone and done some of the late night shows and things like that and, right, and you know. Yeah. But I uh, I said to my agent, "Look, um I don't want to leave the house." I don't want COVID. You know me. I'm in hiding. I'm not living like uh, like a normal person. That's right. So I don't want that other thing they got now. The RVC, RSV, 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 whatever the RCA, whatever the fuck it is. (laughs) I don't want that. I don't want the flu. You know the hospitals are packed right now. They can't. You couldn't. They're calling
2: it the triple demic.
1: Yeah. If you have a heart attack right now, you can't get a place in the hospital. They're so booked up uh because of the flu and everything else. So um yeah, so you know, anyway, you know, and then Morning Joe goes uh we, we you know, they've called from time to time to have me on and I I always like, well, I don't want to go on there and talk politics. You know
2: what I mean? I got uh, Right. They, yeah, what are you going to do with them?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, I I happen to agree 99% with Morning Joe. I like Morning Joe cuz he was a Republican um he was a Republican congressman for years. Who just you know vomited about the way the Republican Party has gone, and uh, now he's on Morning Joe on MSNBC, and we're—I we, would say we're aligned almost on 100% of everything politically, and um, so anyway, I said to them, "Look, I'll come on your show and talk about Bruce Springsteen, but I don't want to get into that political bullshit because you guys do that well, and I'm not going to—you know—I don't want to answer political questions and." I think Morning Joe was kind of like, yeah, I don't want to talk about, you know, me and Mika hooking up. So uh <laughs> you know it, was a, I mean, it was
2: a
12: trade off.
1: <laughs> I, I, I yeah, let's agree to talk about Bruce Springsteen.
9: <laughs> Listen, Can I, I think
12: something else. Well, while, while you have me on quickly.
9: Yeah.
12: Um we used to watch you uh, on Channel 9 because we lived in Fairfield, Connecticut, so we were in that that area where we got you 30, yep. 35 years ago, and you were just terrific. It was so funny, and we used to tape them, be- videotape them, and we still Thank watch you. the videotapes sometimes. Wow. And um, you were saying last week about how gorgeous Robin was back then, and I have the tapes to prove it, and yes. she's still gorgeous today after all these years. I just wanted to of say course. that.
1: Yes. Thank well, you. everyone says that. Listen, all of America <laughs> Howard thinking takes that
2: about full her. credit for <laughs> yeah, for right. uh, my looks. yeah. <laughs> I used to. um
1: I used to dress Robin back then. She doesn't let me do it anymore. But I put her in tight outfits, big titties, and everything else. But
12: no, some of those, no, what I was so funny that you had, you know, like Leona Helmsley and and uh, Bob Hope. You dressed up as Bob Hope, and they were just yeah. hilarious.
1: I should mention Ralph used to do all those makeups and things. The and makeup, uh, he's, yeah. Well, Ralph, very great. talented, very talented guy. But anyway, I was going to say um, I enjoyed doing Morning Joe because I could sit here in my basement and do it, and I uh, had a good conversation with Joe and Willie Geist, and uh, I had fun. It was it was it was a good time. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the show. And it was uh, the only thing wrong was Mika wasn't there. I find that Mika very attractive i do i think she's got something Do you uh,
2: think that she didn't do the show because you were there or what well there was a lot of weird stuff going on behind the scenes
1: i think mika was scheduled to be off i i think because okay. she wanted to be there because she kept texting beth during the interview oh. and like and like like frothing to get on and to answer certain things that I so was saying. So she couldn't to... talk
2: on the air. She was telling Beth yeah. what she wanted to say.
1: <laughs> yeah. There's other, another weird thing I will tell you about doing that show. When you're doing it, you're looking at Morning Joe and Willie Geist. And I guess they're also, when they're not talking, having an off, off, like they're on camera, but they're talking to someone off camera. And it's very disconcerting. Like, I'd be talking about something, and then I'd look up, and Joe's talking to this off-camera person, or Willie's right. looking over another person. I found that uh, somewhat distracting, actually. So um, they don't
2: take them off-camera while they're doing that. You're still looking at no. them, and they they lean into something else.
1: Yeah, because they got, they got to get set up for their next... Well, you know, someone's telling them, you got such and such amount of time, or, you know, someone's giving right. them uh, signals. But... um yeah, I I think that, uh, yeah, I had a good time. But yeah, I would have liked Mika to be there, but then it might have gotten a little sexual, you know.
2: Three what I mean? people interviewing you.
1: Yes. I, it takes a body of
2: people. Now that party. looks like a grilling. <laughs>
1: right. All right, Gary, thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. You. There you go. I think what was going on was I think Morning Joe was doing the show from his home, and Mika was handing him stuff. That also oh. was going on. So oh. I don't know what was good. There was a lot in, of intrigue there. I, I don't know exactly what, you know. I like doing our show because I know what's going on. When I'm doing somebody else's show, I have no clue what's happening. Right. No. So I like being in control.
2: But you handled it. You didn't get distracted.
1: No. No, what I would do is I would just look down. when I Because I, I don't want to see somebody talking to somebody else.
9: Mm-hmm.
1: Because then I think, well, maybe I'm you know, maybe I'm not hitting the mark. Uh, let's go to Tim. Tim in Arizona, what's on your mind? Good morning.
13: Good morning, sir King.
10: Uh,
1: oh,
13: going, go, sir King. <laughs> sir King. Yeah. I like that going back, Sir King. Yeah, I do too. It, you, you've you've heard it. We all know it. Um, anyway, going back to Chris Wilding yesterday. Um, I actually had to f- try to defend him back when he and Rasan had a fight on air, and I used the F word, God forbid, when I was speaking or writing to Rasan. So he blocked me. I understandably I was mad at him, but then Chris Wilding blocked me. So now I'm blocked from both of them. And
1: um, <laughs> listen, I'll tell you something, Tim. A lot of yeah. my guys are on social media. A lot of the guys who work here, men and women, they're young people. They love the social media, and it gives them a voice of their own. You know, they can carry on with the audience. And a lot of blocking
2: going on. Yeah. I'll tell you the truth. If I
1: had my way, I'd throw them all off social media. (laughs) But they like it, and they're they're excited because they have a following because of the show, and it gives them a chance to step out.
13: Uh, They all need to learn from J.D., though. J.D. has the biggest, thickest skin. Wow, biggest. Maybe a little less now, but
1: thickest skin. J.D., JD's a gentleman. So JD's a good kid, Woo! but uh, he doesn't like
2: anybody. <laughs> no, <laughs> no you
1: he, he. You I know what? He's so beaten shit. down, JD. He <laughs> doesn't even know when he's being insulted. <laughs> But
13: uh I, I do I, I I do block people. I will say that there there's a line that uh you know if I feel I someone's being <laughs> if I feel someone's like purposefully being mean like like what is the worst their,
1: things what is the worst thing someone said we had to block them
13: I'm not going into that. It's involved Please. people that involved people that were in my life and stuff like that. Oh. um you mean but, they weren't uh, making fun of you they made
1: fun of let's say uh someone uh, you yeah
13: know. yeah so uh, but uh <laughs> but if yeah. they make
1: fun of you yeah. you can handle
13: it i try i try to let things slide a little bit but there are times where like if someone's being like they're just being an asshole i will go to their profile to see their other tweets and if they're like if that's all their shit if all they do is like just tweet insults at people. I'll block them because I don't need I don't need a type That's of person Responsible following. Social media. That's responsible social media. Chris <laughs> Wilding just goes and blocks without even looking. I complimented and Chris, him. Chris
1: Wilding. I love the guy, but he is under the tutelage of Ralph Sorella, <laughs> and Ralph is advising him on how to handle social media. Look. All my guys, I'm saying this with peace and love. I got no, the only time I got something to do with them is here on the show. Once they're unleashed on the public with the social <laughs> You're not media, not responsible. I got nothing to do with it, whether they're blocking you or whatever. By the way, Chris, uh, yes. I see you shaved. Uh,
10: I guess you
3: got I want Robin's oh, approval. Thank God. Thank God. Yeah, well, right. this is why you're blocked. You're a smart aleck.
10: You're an oh, oh, wow, What wow, do you great. think, Robin? I think you I look do? beautiful.
3: You look beautiful. You <laughs> look good. And, Robin, you look beautiful today. So, I just want to say I do Looks I did like take what you said to heart. Okay, shut up. Block this guy. No, you're
9: blocked. <laughs> That's <laughs> That's what me, I mean. idiot.
3: And let me just say something about social media. And I know there was a lot of feedback about me Chris. You don't need to God, say it. You're in a- and You wonder why you're blocked because you're an obnoxious miss... I miss. I miss the days when I
1: would do a radio show and I was the only person, you know, from the show who had power. I could, you know what it is now with social media, all my guys have um, power,
3: Howard. It's, yes, it's, it's when, power. It's oh, it's, when it's 10 raw people power. say you're a fag, you have AIDS, you should die. That's maybe the ten- maybe I the t- said, shut up. Said, maybe said, maybe the tenth no, person up. says something you, you a little less. Well I can't talk well, to wait this a second. guy. There's a, big difference, me. There. there's a big
1: difference there's a big difference between that. And uh, someone saying you you uh, you uh, you have a uh, your glasses be, uh, make right.
3: you look. But how would yeah. I can't sit there. <laughs> that to the to, your, point, for to if your point, someone says
1: you should get AIDS. That's a terrible thing. I would block yes. them myself. And, and but to if, your point, it, but I if, if can't someone says you glasses
3: content all day. All right, all right. Listen,
1: I don't care. I really don't. You guys, all all, not, and not just block you. Block everybody you want. Right. Do whatever you want with the social media. I am making the announcement. I have nothing to do with any of this. This is the, my guys on their own doing their social media thing.
3: That's but it. I'm not responding to people. I'm blocking them so there's no interaction. I, I don't feel I'm doing anything wrong. What's funny,
13: though, Chris, Nobody what's funny funny doing though doing is anything by going wrong. in by well, going you in and blocking, you, you are interacting.
3: No, you are no, no I'm not. I'm getting rid of people like you because you are bottom feeders. No. You're, you're meanwhile, no, I'm saying...
13: Someone tweeted Meanwhile. to Rasan, why don't you lay off of Chris Wilding? He's Leave Rasan alone, war. too. Let him block oh, over come him with a lot of fuck shit, Rahsaan. too, buddy. That Trust goes to my me. second point. That goes to my All second point. With the wrap-up show, Rasan is not a mainstay character. I don't give a fuck <laughs> about his holidays <laughs> or his vacation. Uh, honest to God, he, he, Jackie Johnson right. was a wonderful guest host. Rasan does not need to give us this whole daily rundown. You know, and, and bring back the news, please. Robin, I love you. I the <laughs> <All> news. <laughs> all
14: right. Dude, him. you got a Shut lot up, to Rip. say. <laughs> <laughs> what an asshole. By the oh way, one of God. the...
3: Imagine living Excuse with me, you? For one minute, I want to get a word in.
14: You love want it. A... You
3: can suck my dick every day, motherfucker. <laughs> you got a tiny dick. I can smell it a mile away, you tiny dick Oh, it dick, doesn't smell,
13: but it's absolutely tiny. You, you'd be upset right. at all, you little
3: fucker. All right, guy. Okay, guys. Wow, he's a homophobe too. He's a creep. Get rid of him. No, I'm a, I'm fucking gay too, motherfucker. I ain't a homophobe. Oh, you're just annoying, then. God help you! Yeah. You have a boyfriend. You, you two don't. are going to end up married. This is like a Hallmark movie. You guys yeah, are going to argue, I'm, I'm and then really all
13: of a sudden, like, uh, angry old man. Yeah. You know what's going to happen? Chris, <laughs> needs. Chris needs. To I've seen whole this. Whole I've whole seen
1: this on a Hallmark movie a million times. It always starts out they hate each other. Yeah. yeah. Then the couple meets. Then We're see, Yeah. Three minutes here. later, <laughs> they're rimming. rimming. <laughs> and then something goes wrong during the rimming. They break up, and then they're at the end of the movie. They get back together again. That's that's the Hallmark way of doing. Christmas movies, you Chris, will, you will be love. married, Tim and Chris. You find him annoying and he hates you. He's got a tiny But at the end of the movie, <laughs> you will be married and oh, yeah. you will fall in love with Tim from Arizona. Thank did you, Tim. in would love rather stick my dick in a meat grinder. Starring John Stamos as Chris Wilding.
3: Mm, I like that. <laughs>
13: <laughs> 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 On your layover to Juani's wedding, I'll, I'll get you in Phoenix. We'll uh, we'll meet in the bathroom.
3: Uh-huh. full of those tricks, buddy. Sure. You good-looking oh. guy, Tim? No, no but way. Decent. Tim, you my good-looking guy? Wilding.
13: I don't have the beard hair under my neck. I but, don't uh, have that
3: I anymore. I've them. improved. I'm so hot now. I wouldn't know. You blocked me yeah exactly fuck
13: off exactly fuck you no one cares about you <laughs> oh, i geez. love Except for you on
3: the phone for 10 <laughs> minutes <laughs> <Why> <laughs> <are> <laughs> babbling <laughs> about you, me you're obsessed why
2: are you writing to him on social media if he no one cares about it
3: and he's like marianne from I, Broca, care. Another I care man. nobody else cares i care nobody else cares.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. all right thank you tim and thank you Chris. love you thank you king oh. sir thank you sir by the way, uh, uh, Chris, as long as I got you here, that yeah. one of the listeners, when you did have your neck hair, uh, yes. now that you don't, it's not as relevant. Ago. Many <laughs> years ago, when you had your neck, we we were saying you you needed to shave underneath your chin. Robin caught How that. How good it looks! But but it there looks was a really fabulous. Good. Thank you. There you was it, a right? fabulous picture.
9: Yeah,
1: love you. <laughs> somebody somebody sent me a picture of Chris Wilding. As an Amish person. Did you see I it, Chris? It. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And Robin, you'll get a kick out of this. Can you see that, Robin? I'll hold it up to that the camera. That is
3: great. Yeah. I mean, that guy is it. blocked now. I won't deal with that, but very All right. funny. All right, Chris. Very that good. That is hysterical. I yeah. just, I defend myself, Howard, if that makes me thin-skinned. You know, I put up with a lot of bullshit in high school and elementary school, and I'm just not going to put up with it in my 30s. So, you don't
1: like it? Well, fuck off. The fans. the fans wrote in and uh they came down on you, Chris, wow. because you you revealed that you blocked a caller on Instagram for criticizing your glasses. Uh, they wrote, it's okay for Chris Wilding to comment on people's looks and Ronnie's dumb glasses, but then he can't take any comments about himself. Get some thicker skin is the advice of this listener. Another listener says, Chris Wilding's skin is as thick as paper. Um, which, I don't know. My favorite moment of this Tuesday show is when the staff piled, started to pile on Chris. If you can't talk Bring shit, on, you should baby. be able to take the shit. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. There you
3: go. Bring it on. I always take it, man. And I hit back. And listen, some people don't like that. I guess they think like gay people should be dainty and sassy and fun. I am not those things. Deal with it. Uh-huh. I don't know what to tell you. It's just who I am. All right, here's your girlfriend, Marianne from Brooklyn. What do you want to say? Oh, she was on a frenzy last night, <sighs> was putting was, pictures like, of me with X's over my eyes. You're a very was, evil, oh, evil, oh, evil you nasty person. on oh,
15: my Instagram,
3: people you were sending it to me because they were disturbed by it, so, what, my dear. Well, let me hear Marianne for a part. minute. Sure. <sighs>
15: I was yesterday you- on. The- Yes, sir. Let's go back a couple of years ago. He went on my Instagram, looked at a private picture of my house, and said I had a super spread. It was a public Instagram. It
3: wasn't private.
15: My Instagram is private. I never had any interaction with him. I don't know him like I know other people behind the scenes staff. He sent cookies to my
3: house. You know me quite well.
15: I sent you something because I I sent everybody something that year. Because I don't know where you live anymore. Right, here's it.
1: my I point. Here's my I point. My a, staff should be happened. off
9: you of Instagram. What? He's
15: interrupting. Let me speak out. Right. I was on the wrap-up show yesterday, and I was very eloquent. He
9: not really. He's
15: inter Howard, he, yes, I was, play the tape. Howard, he's interacting with your fans and bringing a
3: very negative vibe. And you know the show is all about... <laughs> I'm blocking people watch- who call me a fag. What do you want me to do about it, Marianne? Put you up with what? that shit. You should let it
15: You're go, You're wacky. Chris. You're working for a show. It's not even fag. It's everything else you block people for, for your glasses. Who cares? For- I can for block, block people. But you, should, when you interact with the fans, you should let it roll off your show. No, I don't so when unhappy? it's nasty. All right, all right, I don't all right,
1: have all right, to do right, that. Right, Why are you so right,
3: obsessed right. with me? Uh, thank why? you,
1: Chris. Thank you, Marianne. I mean, what is going on? See what I mean, Robin? I want...
2: I, what happened to the holiday spirit? I just don't, I don't see know. it here.
1: My staff, they're beautiful people. They're fabulous, funny people, talented people. But I yearn for the old days. Pre-social media, none of them. They didn't have
2: uh, outlets. You know
1: what they would do? They would go home and they would talk to the wall. No one, uh, no one saw them. Nobody heard from them. And then they invented posted. Yes, they invented uh, Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and all this other shit. And uh, suddenly uh, they don't talk to the wall. That's right. Yeah, yeah, Mike. What's up, Mike Rappaport? Everyone, very famous actor. Man's uh, got a big career. Go
6: ahead, Team, Team Marianne from Brooklyn. Team Mary <laughs> from Brooklyn, 100%. Listen, first Michael, of all, uh, powers, first of all, powers. I love I don't love Chris. You, don't protect him. No, little kid, I'm going to tell you.
1: No, I love Chris. He's one of the most talented people I've ever met.
6: Oh, he there's
9: talented fabul-
6: people there. I don't know why they're scared of him. I don't know what Will's doing in the background, why they don't jump on this animal. It's supposed to be the <laughs> holiday spirit. It's
9: supposed uh. to be the
6: holiday spirit. This guy attacked the... Uh, Samantha yesterday Press, called the He got to get off.
3: This right, guy's another you. one that's obsessed with me. Anything you oh, can do to get airtime off oh, of my name, him, Marianne. Well, you know what it is? A lot of these people, they're jealous. They're jealous because you give me airtime. I talk is a form to of you. blocking. You know, and this then you go on only murderers in the building he and you trash Howard. You're a jealous, Howard. angry, nasty fuck. Jealous of what? Jealous of what? Of, the airtime well, you clearly of, crave, Michael. This, this guy gave this, you a whole second act to your career, this, this and you resent him like a lot of blocking. people. He made famous, this you resent him. You have a sickness, block. Mike.
1: Well, You're uh, sick okay, guy. guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm. It's getting ugly. I'm going to. i to uh, end this. I'm, I'm gonna end it. I, <laughs> I guess no, I'm thin-skinned. Uh, you know, let me remind you that uh, this is the holiday season, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we Peace all have and to get along. Yes. Yeah. It, it goes back to my point. The old days, I was the big Kahuna. In other words, the only way you got on the air was through me. The only way you had interaction with the staff was through me.
2: The only no way anybody heard your thoughts
1: was, through, was through me. Yeah. Yeah. What has happened now? All hell has broken loose. <laughs> there are people communicating out there without my tutelage and without my supervision and uh i yearned for those days not that i had the best judgment but at least there was some gatekeeper who i trusted <laughs> me i mean there were days now i didn't even trust advice me
2: Advice from ralph
1: right ralph is you know <laughs> chris is talking to ralph ralph is telling him how to interact with the audience i mean um you know, when I got started in radio, there was no such thing as the Internet. And it was a glorious time. I'll tell you, I wouldn't want to be a person coming up in radio now because you have no control. You have no control. You know, I used to treat my staff like how the Kennedys treated Rosemary Kennedy. <laughs> I would lock them up in a box. There was no outside interaction. And we kept the lid on things. I mean, can you imagine my limo driver has his own Twitter account? I mean you think I can you think it's easy to stay uh, stay asleep at night I mean think about what he's up to
2: (laughs) and he's blocking people too you know he's doing his
1: thing oh he's doing his thing like you wouldn't believe
2: yeah
1: you wouldn't believe it all kinds of things happening out there that I have no control over you know when you'd get on the radio, when I meet, when I was a communications major, what was the dream? To get on the radio and really be the conduit for all. I was Twitter. I was Instagram. I could control who gets airtime, who becomes a star,
2: who says what to whom. No more. It's all gone. Even the whack pack is all over social media. Can't
1: control them can't control them and now every fucker has a podcast don't ask there's people talking to people who shouldn't be talking to each other that they should both be in jail <laughs> but they're <laughs> they're talking everyone is talking there's too much talk that's why i got to get out you know i got two more years left on this contract that's it two years uh i gotta think this through i mean uh, what do i, I want to be the keeper of the gate i can't the gates have opened it's like akram uh uh, uh uh insane asylum the gates have been thrown
2: open and uh it's chaos isn't it three years we got two 2024 20, that's it 2025
1: that's it we're done you
2: no know, didn't this contract start in 2021
1: I don't know, but my agent told me <laughs> I got two years left. That's what, right. And I said right, you're I go working
2: two years. <laughs> here's,
1: here's how fucked up I am. <laughs> I don't even remember where I put this contract. So I, I said to my agent the other night, you know, it's three more years. He goes, two, two. I said,
2: two? Really? Our contract ended in twenty December of 2020.
1: Well, all I know is he told me I got two more years left, and I (laughs) argued with him, and he told me I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) All right. Someone better call him, because the back room is writing me a note. Definitely three more years. (laughs) Yes. I got so jacked up, I was like, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Boy, this thing went fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm telling you, Don told me, he says, you got two years. He wrote me. All right. He corrected me. I know. You didn't sign a four-year contract. Well, I'll tell you what. Since I don't have a copy of the contract, then Syria's probably lost theirs. Let's say two (laughs) years. What do they know?
2: Okay, you can tell them anything you (laughs) want.
1: Right. No, we have three. says here, the contract will take me through the end of 2025. Okay, there you go. Well, surely that's got to be enough. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, um, what is it, Mary? And I don't want to talk about Chris anymore.
15: I know neither how it is the holiday season. I just wanted to wish Michael Rappaport a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I want to say how it is three more years. Michael
1: Rappaport, I thought you were at war yeah, with. Yeah,
15: what happened? Rappaport. He just. He just <laughs> took my side from chris because he's right he knows on the on the level of people howard being negative he knows it's chris and you just said it again howard you said everyone's got a mouth everyone's got a podcast chris thinks he's holier than now because he's got the right to go on there but really the show is your platform and you should shut them all down howard because people like that get us in trouble we're
1: talking about Chris. all right thank you marianne enough I mean, all hell, breath- and I hear other shows. Nobody's sitting and yelling and arguing with everyone. <laughs> well, because of social media, I've lost all control. Can't be, I mean, I don't know what people are up to. They're busy contacting each other and fighting and blocking. Yes, Eric, you're on the air in Pennsylvania. What's on your mind?
6: Hey, now. Hey, hey listen, now. this all started with Gary. This, this all hey started now. with Gary with the social media. When he, pay hey
5: now, when he walked, hey now. now this gives, the floodgates are open now. And and also, just a quick note, Rassan was a little negative yesterday on the wrap-up show, but I get it, I get it. You want
10: everybody to like you, but it all started with Gary. Hmm?
1: Well, I don't
2: know, I don't... I didn't, ca- <laughs> I didn't track that uh, whole thing.
1: I think what Eric's saying, let me see if I can help out here, because a lot of our listeners are incoherent. <laughs> the... Um, this is what I mean. And all disturbing. these people have Twitter disturbing. accounts. I think what Eric is saying is that all of this nonsense started and, and he's right. It's a true story. <laughs> Fafafui was on Facebook. Fafaf was on Facebook. He's he's a guy who works for me and he he blocked me. He you followed him and he blocked you. I said, what yep. kind of nut Hello, job Boogie. Boogie. blocks his Hello, boss Boogie. from Facebook? Boogie. Like, and 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 the stupidity of it was, Robin he unfriended me. Robin's his friend, Fred's his friend. They tell me everything on there anyway.
2: Anyway,
1: so yeah. it's not like you know to block your boss is so silly. And uh, I was like, okay, you're not my friend. Who the fuck would want that? Anyway, around here, everybody does anything they want. You know, most guys would have just fired him. But me, I I sit there and take it. I tell you, I'm like Jesus. I'm nailed to the cross. Thank you, Eric. A very good point, we think.
2: Was that it? Because there was a couple of other things. About Rasan. Yeah. I don't know know what's going on there.
1: We don't know. Listen, we don't know anything what's going on anywhere (laughs) with this Baba Bowie, Rasan, Chris Wilding. uh,
16: Howard, all I can say is that yesterday on the wrap up show was a lot of discussion of Chris, which I thought was very fair. Um, Rasan even started the conversation by saying, You know, we want to take your calls, but don't come in here and be, you know, crazy negative or don't be here and be abusive. We want to have a conversation. We talked about Chris, but um, I don't think anything crazy happened yesterday.
1: All right, I, listen, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but you blocking me, uh, for unfriending me on Facebook was <laughs> was ridiculous. And Robin yeah. reports to me every ba-ba-boo. week what you're ba-ba-boo. up to, and, me. And we've Just be sure it, of that.
16: It was wrong, but also I did not invent. Sometimes blocking, Robin and I have ba-ba-boo.
1: nothing to talk about, you know, off air, and we just go, okay, what's going on with Gary? And reports. I'll just,
2: I'll let me go on his Facebook. Right, ba-ba-boo.
1: yeah. Ba-ba-boo. <laughs> and we sit there and we have a good time. <laughs>
3: Chris, did I you dye your hair with... red? No, stop. No, no. no seriously. No, I
1: didn't
9: no, dye seriously. my hair now, red.
3: Your hair looks like you colored it. Did no, you color I your didn't. hair? Be honest. I got it my mother's life. My mother's okay. life, I right. Don't color get upset. My hair. You get too offended. I People ask me all white. the time if I color my hair. Yeah, and they're fucking stupid,
1: too. Block them. I don't. I'm not on social media. I don't block them.
3: I, I block Un- Howard too. I do think. No, I think unfriending your boss is a little far. That goes beyond my rule. <laughs> hey, yeah, that yeah, goes you, beyond my rule. Even Ooh. Ralph wouldn't uh, do All right, <laughs> listen, no, that's let's crazy. get off. It.
1: By the way, um, uh, oh, Rappaport wants to say something to you. Let's have it calm. Uh, let's, let's, let me hear see, what he has obsessed. to say. He's
3: obsessed. Just for the record, right. he's obsessed with me. Okay. No, he's obsessed
16: with me. He's just on you today. <laughs>
3: he's obsessed with gay acts. So a gay <laughs> no, guy is like Mecca for him. Go ahead, Mike.
16: Um,
6: I, First of all, you don't say go ahead, Chris Walden. It ain't your fucking show, homie. So don't go ahead. Howard Get off the says, fucking phone. Howard says go ahead. First go ahead. of all, Thank you, Howard. First of all. all right. What a what a low hanging fruit that when anyone insults you because you're I'm a fruit a horrible personality
3: I'm a fruit
6: you go to the homophobe thing
3: number oh, one so so you you've never been on number here calling two, people fucking queers see, and you don't you're not obsessed see, with gay sex, sex see, acts blah, you're, blah, you're blah, not blah, in I shouldn't way homophobic, back to this, like, this, let me, uh, me let I, me. I let's, start, myself. let's
6: start let's start with yeah number two. Number fruit. two, I am, number not two. Calling in to, I am not calling in to talk about Gorilla Breath. I am not calling in to talk about Bowie. In all seriousness, I just want to say this, Howard, and I'm being totally serious, and I'm being t- serious to, to the fact. I, I think I could speak on behalf of some of the fans. By oh, the way, I want, wish, um, I want to also wish Marianne a happy holiday.
3: Oh, and, and my God. You are so <laughs> despicable. Remember when you called and, her a coach? <laughs> You're I both also like just Trump. Say, when someone compliments you, you like them. You're so, you just, you're, you have no character, Mike. You, you get have Get no control of the show, Howard. This guy won't shut
6: up. Put him <laughs> in No, <laughs> you want to talk. Uh, get control of your show. Uh, I am talking
3: uh, and speaking on behalf. I know, and I you're boring. You're this. going on. Make a point. Shut up. You're not going to do what you did Make to a Mr. point. You're not going to do what you did to
6: me. All right, guys, Andy. I got to move on. Queen. I got such a big uh, show why today. Do I, I got a lot of bad little... callers.
3: They make me right. seem boring. Your this little, guy a little young queen,
6: though. Can I can I'm I a little I'm
3: young saying. queen. I'm a fruit. Your we get it, Mike. Queen. I'm gay. I should kill myself. I get it, Mike. It's young terrible. Queen. Gay That's sex is the worst Andy thing Cohen. you can do. I'm worse than. All right, all right. getting really Mike, Mike, let's let's put a lid
1: on. Okay, thank you, Chris. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Wow. Anyway, continuing on with the fan mail. I hear other shows. Nobody's fighting with everyone. No. I tell you. Um, The Bigfoot Santa audition received a lot of praise yesterday. Do you remember that? Did people like that? People like that. Uh, Wolfie hit another home run with Bigfoot Santa audition. The dude is killing it. I didn't know Wolfie, uh, Wolfie is on a roll, evidently. The fans like Wolfie. Uh, the Bigfoot Santa audition was incredible. What a beautiful prank orchestrated by the brilliant Wolfie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, because you guys loved uh, this Santa Claus uh, Bigfoot bit, I'm going to give you a bonus clip today. This is one we held back. And, uh, and by the way, I do want to also say, not only Wolfie, but Chris Wilding actually put together the Wolfie uh, and uh, Bigfoot uh, bit. Just so you know. That's right. So this is uh, Chris called Bigfoot. So this is from when we told Bigfoot we were auditioning him to be a Santa Claus. And then Chris got on the phone with him as Bigfoot also arguing with him as to who
0: the real Santa was. Here you go. You'll like this. This is Bigfoot Claus. Hello, this is Santa Claus. Who are you? This is Santa from the North Pole. No, this is Santa from the North Pole. You're full of shit, it is. You're lying. No, I'm not lying. I got a white beard and white uh, salt and... Peck peck uh um hair is two different well, colors. I got a white beard and white salt and peck pet, peck, peck, pecker hair. What? And I'm six five it is. You six five? I'm six five. You're not six five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it can be more than one Santa Claus. If you're been be Santa Claus, I can't be Santa Claus. It's going to be one Santa Claus. Can be Santa Claus if you Santa Claus. Where are you Santa Claus? I'm in North I'm Pole. In North Pole. <laughs> See, I go ho ho ho. It is. I go ho 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 too. Yeah, cause you're stealing all my. Fucking lines, it is. Yeah, the gold fuck off is. I've been doing this longer than you have. You're not even fit to lick Ranger shit. Uh, You're not allowed to use the shit off my boot. You're not allowed to eat fucking babies out of my beard, asshole. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Fuck off. (laughs) Now, there you go. Hey, Chris.
1: How come Wolfie got all the credit on the uh, bit? Why didn't you get it?
3: I think there are certain elements of the feedback team who maybe are not huge fans of mine, so a lot of negative (laughs) stuff gets put up, (laughs) and a lot of Ah, positive things just somehow Uh, miss the mark. But Wolfie did help, and working with Wolfie is always a great, great thing. I love him. Well, it was a great bit, and I love Bigfoot... uh, Chris Bigfoot versus
1: real Bigfoot uh, bit it's fabulous there thank you, you, go. you. thank Appreciate you it is. it is yeah boy he uh, he he doesn't even question Bigfoot doesn't even question that he's talking no, he to himself he jumps right
2: in there and he no. doesn't even know that he's arguing with himself you know like that's what's mm. going on I was listening to that last night laughing my ass off I love when Listen. he says I've been at this longer than you have how long has he been at it <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, suffice to say, uh, Bigfoot did not pass the Santa Claus audition.
2: I was going to um, ask, where do you call to get Bigfoot Santa? Finally,
1: in the fan mail, the fans couldn't understand why a caller named Greg wanted to get penis reduction surgery. Is that guy insane, Howard? You're right. A large dick is not only a gift from God, it's a superpower. Imagine if Pete Davidson trimmed a few inches. Think he'd still get Emily Ratajkowski? Let that new Nick Greg feel what it's like to have a minuscule penis for a day. Then he'll be begging for that big hog back. Some people always think the grass is greener on the other side, even if that greener grass is a tiny pecker. Um, Yeah. It turns out that this uh, somewhat common issue... There's a um, recent BBC documentary called My Massive Cock. I don't know what happened to the BBC, but...
2: Well, wh- wh- they... where do I get that?
1: <laughs> I know. Men at the... Are they sure that's the BBC? <laughs> well, that's a new BBC. Men in the documentary said their big cocks are ruining their lives. So here's two guys talking about how having a big wang makes relationships hard. Boo-hoo. Right. Give me a fucking break.
11: 39-year-old Cambridge graduate Matt hasn't been able to hold down a relationship as a result of his 10 and a half inch penis.
0: While I was with her, dancing with
14: her, one of the guys went up to her and just basically said, yeah, Scott's got a big cock. I was quite annoyed about it because again, I, I don't want people to know me because of that. I want people to know me for my personality. Yeah.
2: You better rely mm. on the big cock. You don't
9: sound like you have uh. personality.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got a picture of this guy. Large penis guy. Joe. He says, despite wearing special pants, people notice his big dick and always assume he's aroused. This is a big day. These are big dick problems. This is
5: essentially, yeah, sure. it's got an extra pouch. It's basically for people who have big dicks. And it's the only ones I've got that properly sort of fit everything in. The issue is, because I'm quite a shower, people just automatically presume that I've got a boner because, like, I can't tuck it around the side. Despite Joe's special pants, he still can't hide his bulge.
1: What a, I love the British accent, too. I know. He yeah. still
5: can't hide his bulge.
1: <laughs> Here's Joe explaining he couldn't get a job because of his dick.
5: I went for this interview, and I thought the interview went really well, but the response I got was, you're not going to get the job. We thought you were a good candidate, but we thought there was inappropriate behavior happening. They thought I had an erection throughout this whole interview. And they were very much like your attire wasn't right. They clearly meant, you
1: know,
11: we could see your dick. Being very well endowed isn't
1: always what it's cracked up to be. No, please. Sure it is. Let me uh, pull Um, out. How
2: big are these guys that they've had trouble disguising it?
1: Now, this guy here, you can see his dick. It's pretty fucking big and thick. Can you see him there? He looks kind of like. Young, yeah, yeah. You no, know, he's got a big cock. But thick you know, guy.
2: I there are guys all the time mm-hmm. running around with these things. You don't see them. How do they handle it?
1: There's a way to hide those. I'm yeah. sure. I don't feel that bad for a guy with a big cock. I'll tell you. I'll, uh, let me let me pull out the world's tiniest violin, <laughs> which, by the way, is still bigger than my cock. <laughs> uh Yes, Evan. Evan is from Hi, North Holly. Carolina. Hi, Evan. What's up?
5: Uh, well, I'm an interpersonal and mental performance coach, and I teach communication, and I just have to tell you that your interview with Bruce Springsteen was incredible. One, just incredible, but two, all the things that we teach students, you were doing. And I thought hmm. you might be interested in how that's highlighted. I I wish I could tell you which part of the interview, but your level of preparation and organization, which you should do when you go into a conversation, obviously you do this professionally. So, uh, you know, it's, it's not surprising, but I know that you brought up John Landau very early on in the interview and, uh, was having to do with therapy. And as soon as Bruce finished one sentence, you went right into the stream of asking what we call open-ended questions. Um, about John Lando and the relationship and how they got together and so forth. So, so much of this really rests on one thing, which you do exceptionally well, and that's called active listening, where you're actually listening to what that person's saying, the words they're saying. And what we do is we talk about, hey, you're looking for the the words that you might use in a question, or some of this is quite popular now. Uh, something called a mirror. You repeat one to three of the last or most critical words the person says with an upward inflection, and then you just shut up
1: because that silence. Listen, listen to me. Uh, uh, I understand you're teaching a class and you're teaching the kids how to do interviews and stuff, and I and you're praising me, and I say thank you. But I got to tell you, I'm a little bored here. I uh, uh, with the with the lectures. So I, you know, or maybe I'm feeling uncomfortable. But I'm glad that you. Uh, enjoyed the interview and that the students are learning from the interview robin that's what i'm taking away that's important that's that's right thank you evan all right
11: you're welcome
1: see i didn't even know what i was doing evan explained it thank you evidently i'm like these uh, I'm, i'm doing all the things right Robin, thank you,
2: thank you're you, doing it, you, you, and you didn't you, have this you, instruction. Thank you, thank you, thank Right,
1: right. Thank I received you, zero instruction, you. but thank <laughs> you for saying that. He's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't want to bust his you, balls. Thank you, my mistress. Thank uh, you, go ahead, thank Lisa you. In Massachusetts.
11: Hey, Howard. Hey, Robin. So I dated a guy with a huge cock and he now we're
1: talking never mind how i interviewed bruce springsteen let's get back to this lisa
9: (laughs) i'm
1: gonna shut up and do active listening go ahead
9: oh good
11: okay well here's the thing he was gorgeous he was smart he had money and he could not keep a girlfriend including me because his cock it was too big and you could only get a few inches in, and it was uncomfortable. And the poor guy was miserable. Now, the situation with Charlene, I believe her name was, and Greg, is totally different because she's enjoying it. But from, you know, if Greg was... Let me the same ask you, saying,
1: Lisa. Like, yes. So this yes. guy had it all. He was a great guy, good-looking yes. guy. You describe he yes. even has he a good radio job.
11: stations. Yes. Wow. Yes. All right. Yes. Yes.
1: Um, so, he was the last guy here.
11: I dated, by the way, before I found my husband, who has a wonderful, wonderful cock. But anyway, go ahead. All right.
1: <laughs> How big a cock yeah. did this guy have?
11: It must have been like 10 and just so thick. It was really insane. Yes. <laughs> and, and
1: when you saw it... it. But wait a second, how was it presented to you? In other words, did he start saying, oh, my God, I'm very I just want to warn you when my car comes out. It's very big. It's very thick. Or did he just let things happen?
11: I'm, You know what? I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time, but I think I think he actually warned me. And See, then he, it kind of got weird because then he started talking about that. It's really hard for him to find a woman because of his cock. Yeah, and I'm thinking, oh, I'm go. sure it's fine. No, no, no. But honestly, it wasn't fun.
13: He, but wait <laughs> and, a
1: second. Know, when you do a buildup like that with a woman, you make it. Now, if I had a big cock, I've thought about this most of my life. If I had a big, <laughs> big cock, I'm talking 10 inches and thick. I would handle it this way. I would make out with you, play with your titties, whatever. Let's say we get down to business, my pants come off. I'm not saying anything. I'm just like uh Superman was Superman. He didn't go, be prepared. Here's what I have. X-ray vision. I got heat vision. I got invulnerability. Right. I can fly. He doesn't say that. What he does is he just is Superman. And I right. wouldn't sit there and give you a build-up. Oh, I can't get women. My cock is so big. I mean, right away, you're a loser. Soon as a woman hears I can't get women, she's like, "Well, wait a second. If I he can't get women, what the fuck am I doing with this moron? <laughs> I mean, women are very much into the pack mentality, and rightly so. They smell a loser." What? And so he shouldn't have done anything. And then I would have let you play with my penis, get used to my penis. Like when you get a, when you go to adopt a dog, you don't just grab a dog, you play with it a little bit and you see if your personalities merge. You understand? And then if like you say, I, I would wait. And you probably would have said, you know, hey, this is a nice size cock. Let me, and he, and then I would work it into you slowly. I wouldn't sit there and make a whole big, uh, mishigas out of the thing. Get the head in. Rub it around your vagina, and then maybe see how many inches I could stuff in there. And you I really
2: guarantee have you, thought about this, haven't
9: you?
1: Oh, I yeah. thought
0: about it. Oh, yeah, you bet. Well, however, you bet.
9: Quite
11: a tramp in my day, and I flip with—I'm not even going to say how many men. And this really was uncomfortable i mean i used no. to sleep with he set though.
1: you up he set you up okay. to be uncomfortable he scared the fuck out of you uh he also I would, might have okay. been a
2: bad lover i mean this That's is crazy right.
1: yeah and i'd let you blow me you know uh have some fun with it to the point <laughs> that you'd be I like, like wow my- this is <laughs> exactly you know and, 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 and believe me you wouldn't have thought it was that big uh and, and I, you know I what i would become adept i would know I'll give this woman. It's my first time with her. I'm going to give her five inches. That's it. I'll give her five inches. I'm not. I'm not going to be a selfish pig. I'm not going to shove the whole fucking thing in right away. Right. You know. I'm of course. You yeah. work I, it. You work okay. it.
11: All right. But I do think, Howard, that six, five to seven inches is better to me. I mean, maybe that's just me. I, I have feel that. like your cock is probably. Yeah, and that's
1: Yeah. Fabulous. My wife. Uh, said, no like, complaints.
11: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, by right, the way, you mentioned you. dogs. So I don't, oh, I don't know if you remember me. I called in the spring. I'm the one who was diagnosed and everybody, and I'm a six, and I lied and said I was a nine. Um, I'm going to enter that uh, radio, uh, uh, what was that thing called, the Novo Duvo that you do so well? What was, All
1: right, I got to go now, thing. Lisa. Well, let's stick to the big hot conversation. Stop it. Who cares? Radio competition. Don't, you got a voice. My head is exploding. Don't <laughs> enter any radio competition. I remember her. She lied to me said she was a nine. I I looked her over. I said, look, you're a six. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get carried away. I'm a three. Oh, my God. And a three knows a six. (laughs) Everybody lies about what they are.
2: You're no three. Stop it.
1: I know what I am, Robin. Don't tell me. Some days I'm a two. Depends what my hair looks like. (laughs) Or if they've taken a... Or if the doctor took a chunk out of my nose, <laughs> uh, it is getting Gives better though, isn't it? Gives, it looks a yeah, little it better. Is,
2: it's a little better today. A
1: Little better. Gives my wife, my wife said it doesn't look too bad, but I know the truth. No, it's
2: not. It was very prominent on Monday, and it's not so nah. prominent today.
1: It's kind of gross now. They removed this mole from my nose, and now it looks like kind of gooey and like 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 like. like oh, well, like, like I can't a piece
2: see that.
1: Of, looks like a piece of schnaut is on it never Hmm. mind glad you can't see it it's gross um i hate anything wrong with me by the way i was reading i'll say this and then i'll take a break because the the fan mail the one thing people didn't write in about which i thought they would have because i couldn't stop thinking about it last night was when richard christie was telling the story that uh sal and richard were in chicago (laughs) They saw an ad around Halloween for a haunted house. They went out to the haunted house. They drove 45 minutes to some rural area outside of Chicago. And uh, they get to the guy's house. But anyway, one thing leads to another. Those two idiots end up in some guy's garage with a skeleton. It wasn't particularly scary. And then Sal goes to Richard. Hey, man, take your cock out and, um, and put your penis in the skeleton's mouth. And then, of course, like the Three Stooges, Richard immediately pulls all even like pulls his pants off. Like he doesn't even just pull them down, <laughs> takes his pants off. And he's running around in some guy's garage outside of Chicago trying to get his dick inside a, a plastic skeleton mouth. And I said, this is the greatest thing. I've, I mean, these two guys, they're not even doing this on the air. They're not even. they are not. It, it, it's just it's
2: their own amusement. This is all it is. They're grown men.
1: And I I thought this was the, I I couldn't stop thinking about it. First of all, that I hired these two idiots. And that, uh, you know, I thought it was the greatest story I ever heard. Like, they're like, you're like a man baby. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy (laughs) what you're up to. Thank you. I mean, imagine this guy has a little, uh, you know, little shitty haunted house for the neighborhood. It's in his garage. You two clowns show up. And immediately you're naked and Sal's directing you to stick a hard penis into a, into a skeleton. I mean.
17: Sal's like an influencer. He influences
1: me to do dumb shit. But Sal isn't like an influencer. He only, he only. only, There's only two of them. I I know. They don't need another one. Sal only influences you. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's right. He's like Mo of the three sewages. He was an idiot, but he was able to influence the other two idiots. Oh, I forgot
17: Uh, to tell you another thing in the story that's so funny, too, Howard. When we left, like, we had for some reason had to go down to the end of the cul-de-sac to turn around to to leave, and we had to drive back by the house, and literally like the whole family was out there staring at us, like ten people as we drove by and like the sun is pointing at us like there's those weirdest fuck their uh. skeleton
14: the father howard was giving us the death stare i mean it was scary i thought he was going to go in the house and take a shotgun and kill us right there Rightly so. I mean, you're basically
1: in his garage, <laughs> naked, fucking his little skeleton that he had for his haunted
14: house.
17: The skeleton I mean, was like playing a piano, too. Had a, it was like he had it set up real cute
14: and you know, everything. It wasn't even him who did it. He had a son. He looked like Stuart from uh, Beavis and Butthead. You know, that chubby yeah. little kid? It was yeah. that little kid who designed the whole haunted house.
1: So uh, what, what made you walk into the haunted house and go, okay, I, Richard, take off your pants, get naked. Well, and fuck the
14: skeleton. I'll tell you what happened for real, Howard. <clears throat> we're late, we're in the hotel room, and Richard is, all he's talking about is haunted houses, haunted houses, haunted houses. He's going through these shitty classified ads at the back of a newspaper, and the only thing we can Don't could you find realize is that-
1: you guys are the real Beavis and Buttheads? That you're actually <laughs> the real, them? You're
2: the real stooges, yeah. Yeah, I
1: mean, you guys, I mean, let's, let, and I, I'm fascinated by this sound, I'll let you continue, but you yeah. walked into a stranger's home and raped
14: their holiday <laughs> decorations. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget it it was a skeleton sitting on a stool playing an organ and Richard so I had to pull the head down so it matched up with his
17: cock. (laughs) (laughs) I had to, like, turn the skeleton around because it was, like, facing away from me, and I had to spin its head around.
14: Yeah.
1: Was there any part of you guys that said to yourselves, like, well, you know, we're in a strange person's home. It's really not a haunted house. They don't know us. There's a chance we could get
14: caught. Because, Richard, you pulled your whole pants off, right? Like, you you would naked. Yeah,
17: I pulled them down. They were, like, down at my knees, yeah.
14: Right, right. Howard, I'll never forget it. He had a belt on with a loud buckle so when the father came and go rich the father's coming the father's coming all you heard was the bell buckle jingling and richard shaking his ass it was, it was like, like, a like, bell, finished, like a bell like a bell ringing is, it was like it hey was like i me. just finished I blowing him
1: up. yeah psychologically do you think that dad thought you guys were practicing homosexuality in the garage absolutely yes yeah, yeah.
17: well no. i think he literally oh, oh. saw me with my dick in the skeleton's oh. mouth uh, and then I pulled it away, I started pulling my pants up, and then I think he also thought Sal was involved, because Sal was laughing and taking a picture of me when he, he saw
14: this. So. And I'll tell you another thing, Howard, it was like 9 o'clock in the morning, and uh. he didn't even finish this fucking thing, so Richard begged for us to go in, it was halfway done. There was still, like, shoddy cardboard with garbage bags over it. Boxes and stuff. Yeah, boxes, and Rich is like, can we just please go in and see it? Like, They probably canceled the haunted
17: house
1: after we left. They probably said, we're not doing this fucking thing. (laughs) What do you think? uh, Yeah, and I'm sure they were afraid to touch the skeleton because they don't know (laughs) if jizzed on (laughs) it or what. They burned it.
17: Yeah, they probably
1: burned it. What do you think? So, so take me through it again, Sal. You're in the hotel so room. So we're Richard's in the hotel room. It's like yeah. I
14: really want to see a haunted house. He's so obsessed with Halloween. And I'm like, I just want breakfast. I don't want to do this shit. And he gets this 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 classified. He uh, goes to the classifieds. He goes, I found one, buddy. And we had a, a friend there, a mutual friend who had this shitty car, and we made him drive like I don't know. I think it was about eight miles away. We oh, so it is the this, Three
1: Stooges. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah, another guy. A, there was a another of knucklehead yeah. involved. Another knucklehead. <laughs> yeah,
14: but yeah. Richard was because it was Halloween weekend. Richard was determined to go to some sort of haunted house, and yeah. we found this house on this block, and. We walk in and it's you know he goes hey you know it's not done yet and Richard's begging him and we go in and it's it's a half-assed hollow haunted house you know there's a lawnmower there in the garage still we step over that yeah the guy was like
17: I don't even know why you'd want to see it yet it's not even finished I was like oh I'd still want to see it I and
14: the only thing that's there is this skeleton on a stool playing an organ and Richard is like mesmerized oh buddy take a picture. <laughs> with the skeleton so i'm bored ah. to tears i go richard take your dick no. out and fuck his mouth and richard goes okay and he just drops his pants <laughs> puts his cock in the mouth and you
1: realize the g- the guy who owns the place probably was like hey i shouldn't leave strangers alone in my house i should go check on them and see what's going on i guess and then there you guys are
14: do you think you are ang sal were you angry over the whole in other words we did anger was- fuel this because no, you were was- annoyed I was annoyed, yes, but at that point I was bored to tears, and the whole stupidity of this us being in a garage with Richard and he's so happy. I'm like, fuck it, Richard, take your cock out. (laughs) I wanted to. I wanted to entertain myself. So I wanted a funny picture out of the thing, at least. And then when I I heard that shuffling of the father. Oh, my God. I mean, my heart sank. I turned white as a ghost. Oh my like, Richard, the dad's coming. I dad's didn't coming. see.
17: Yeah, I didn't even see the dad.
14: Sal saw him. So oh, I
17: still
6: have my God. dick in the, the skeleton.
1: And Sal goes, the dad, the dad, the dad. <laughs> Does it, and the dad doesn't say anything. Like, I'd be like, hey, dudes. They sell these skeletons for 11 bucks at Home Depot. Why don't you go buy your own skeleton to right. fuck? Why is fucking my skeleton?
17: That's not as fun. There's no like fun danger to it. No. Is that it for you?
1: Is, it the, is the danger of someone walking in the excitement? That's it? Yeah, yeah
17: I think it was, yeah. you know, that was part of the fun of and the prank of it is that, you know,
1: we're fucking somebody else's skeleton. <laughs> but the, the dad you was so,
13: you-
1: dad. Imagine if the dad like goes... Uh, <laughs> All right, you boys. I'm calling 911. Hello, 911. Yeah, listen. There's these two boys here, and they're fucking my Halloween decorations. What is that, sir? What do you mean they're fucking your Halloween? What, I mean, sir, what do you? Please slow down. You're not making any sense. I'm making tons of sense. I'm telling you, these two idiots from New York are here invading them my home. I invited them into my house to see the skeleton, and then they fucked it.
13: Sir, you're obviously a lunatic.
1: Uh, what you're saying would be a crime in all fifty states of these United States. No one
9: would be that
1: stupid to fuck your skeleton. I'm telling you, this redheaded feller has a pecker in my plastic skull. <laughs> Redhead? Would that be uh, of the guy from the Howard Stern no, show? Very blotchy and, and disgusting, and never showers. Yes,
2: that's him. <laughs> oh, just imagine God. that call. I'd love to know. I'm just thinking if- of the poor traumatized
14: family because yeah. their son was putting together this display. Yeah. And Robin, they were all yeah. when we when we followed the father out, the grandfather and the son were sitting on the stoop and we were like waving goodbye and the grandfather <laughs> looks at us and he goes, Well you're scared? And we yeah, like, not oh. know. We were terrified. We were scared for a different of the reason. dad. Yeah, we were
1: scared uh, of the dad. Yeah, it, yeah, it was really weird. We first got in and thought it was kind of hokey, but then this maniac came out and was threatened to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> it really then,
14: turned into a haunted
17: house. Yeah. yeah, and when we were driving away, I guess the dad had told the family, he hey, those them, guys yeah. were in there fucking our skulls. <laughs> and, and they were all pointing at us as we drove back by to leave.
14: Oh, God. Them
6: skull fuckers are over there. Come on,
9: let's go. Get (laughs) him.
1: Wow. Um, Wow. What a story. I,
14: yeah, not one fan wrote in about that. Nobody (laughs) wrote about that. uh, we do have one like, picture. Like I remember uh before Richard uh completely got naked. You have that picture, Richard, right?
17: Yeah, it's like first... it's me with my pants unbuttoned and stuff. Let me see the skeleton.
14: It.
1: I, I want to
17: see it. The, the skeleton's it not. I don't think, I don't think not the in skeleton's it. in the shot because Sal. It was when the dad was coming, and I think Sal the <laughs> the camera shifted yeah. and it just
1: got me with my pants unbuttoned. Yeah, you city folk don't respect our haunted houses out here. You don't respect our skeletons. Uh, These poor people were just trying to do something nice for the neighborhood and they you two showed up. I'm sure they shut the whole thing down and were disgusted.
17: <laughs> they definitely wow. at least got rid of that skeleton, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> All
2: I can think is, wasn't John Wayne Gacy from the Chicago area?
1: Absolutely. Only, oh, only I only wish that only had been...
2: Only wish.
1: John Wayne Gacy's house. These two, never we never heard from him again.
17: We'd be in a crawl space. Oh, for yeah.
1: sure. <laughs> (laughs) all right uh you city slicker skeleton fuckers don't you ever come back to my house
2: (laughs) but that's what john wayne gacy would do would have done he would have had a haunted house because he loved to attract kids yeah he would have
17: lured us right in
1: Hi boys (laughs) You're my kind of guys Go on into the garage (laughs) I can see you enjoy having fun Uh, Come on in boys
9: Let's
1: talk about this I didn't realize you were skull fuckers Come on (laughs) Coming at you a little party man From Prince From the soundtrack to Batman Of course directed by Tim Burton Everybody loves it WNBC Little bit of Prince. But your Prince had a big penis.
15: The new
1: See a little guy like that with a big penis. I've seen that before. I knew a guy like that. Very unassuming, and all of a sudden you unravel this thing. Yeah. Remember the music video for this? Prince dressed up as half Batman, half Joker. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yes. Yeah. You'll ever see. Party man. What a genius. Prince. What was his story? He had pain, and I guess he got on painkillers, and then he he went from the painkillers. Right? Well,
2: I think, yeah, but it was also that Jehovah's Witness kind of thing where he didn't go... To doctors and seek treatment, you know he couldn't get the surgery yeah, to, to fix the pain because you know he'd have to have blood transfusions and they don't do that or something. Oh man, Here you go. All religions are kooky, but you got to find one that's not too kooky. You know yeah, what I mean? We'll let you that's go the to big.
18: the doctor.
1: <laughs> yeah. I always like when religious people fight over like Like, I like religious people who tell me Scientology's a crock of shit. And I go, okay, well, w- what do you believe and what do they believe? It doesn't yeah. seem all that crazy. Uh, it, all of you seem nuts. <laughs> Come on, baby. WNBC rocking at you. So the Scientologists believe that, like, space aliens came down and formed our planet. And, uh, but, like, the other stories, depending on the religion, whether it's Jews or, you know, Catholicism, they believe that man came down from the sky. And, I mean, you know what I mean? It's all... I don't even know what Jehovah Witness believes. I don't even know.
9: <laughs> I'm not going to sure try it's... to
2: figure it out. Either. But I tell you what, I ain't.
1: I ain't staying away from the doctor. That's what I believe. <laughs> I'm going to a doctor. I get sick. That's my best bet. Oh, yeah, it says here Prince was a Jehovah's Witness. Wouldn't allow cursing, drinking, smoking, eating meat, using phones at Paisley Park. Couldn't use the phone. Man. Yeah, A lot
2: of restrictions with the Jehovah's Witnesses. You know, they come knocking on your door with that Watchtower magazine. Don't let them in. Hey, Prince, I thought it would be really cool coming
1: to your house and hanging with you. But I tell you the truth, the restrictions here are killing me. I'm out.
2: Bye. Yeah, how do we have fun? And he's high on painkillers. That's why he doesn't care about (laughs) drinking.
1: (laughs) Why be a rock star if you can't have a phone? I mean, come on um uh, hey prince do you mind if i call home uh, what's that oh you're you're jehovah witness i can't oh great <laughs> thank you what are we gonna do oh we're gonna go to your neighbor's house and knock on the door give him a pamphlet okay uh, i don't know all really i like when religions make fun of other religions and they go yeah can you believe what they believe and you're like yeah i could kind of believe that
2: sure i believe that people believe a lot of crazy crap
9: yeah
1: but you're going to, I can't be part of a religion that doesn't let me uh, go to, uh, let go to the doctor. I'm going to the doctor every time. <laughs> By the way, I do want to mention a couple of things. Uh, Lizzo coming in next week. Anxious to meet Ooh. Lizzo. And in fact, she was part of a documentary about local musicians in Minneapolis. And Prince was so impressed with her that he contacted her about working together and she recorded at Paisley Park. That's part of her story. Fascinating woman. Wow. Can't wait to talk with her. And uh, and by the way, she's quite the flautist. And for those of you who are not as sophisticated and have a Boston University College degree flautist means she plays the flute.
9: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm showing off a little bit, okay? That's what I like to do. That's one
2: time you use the big word.
1: Yeah, I love those big words. Who is the best floutest ever in rock and roll, Robin? Let's leave Lizzo out of it for a second, but in okay. rock and roll history, best and I will tell you. loudest
2: in rock best and roll. Best flautist
1: in rock and roll, and I'll tell you if you're right.
2: Ian Anderson. I'll...
1: Did you listen into my conversation with Papa Food? No! Foley?
2: What do you talk? When was that?
1: When I'm talking to Flap Flap Flawly, make sure you block Robin's microphone. How did you know
2: that? I was blocked. I didn't hear a word you guys were saying.
1: Well, then I'm impressed with you. Jeez. I am impressed. Look, at, I thought you cheated. <laughs> <laughs> You're 100% right. I mean, Ian Anderson made the flute very cool. I remember yes. seeing Yay. the thick as a brick tour with Jethro Tull. Ian Anderson looked like a mad homeless kind of dude and like with the big beard and everything. He was aqua lung. And uh, he got up on one leg. One leg. And he starts playing the flute. Best, What is the best song Ian Anderson ever did on flout? Uh, or flute I'm, as they
9: call uh, flout. it. Flout. <laughs> That's right.
1: Go ahead. Now let me see you answer that one. Well, if you answer that one, I will really be impressed. Oh, no. I'm
2: not going to know the name of the song.
1: The name of the song is, I, I know you know it. bouray, bouray. Bouree, bouree, pari hagaf. bouree. <laughs> yes, this is from 1991. Ian Anderson came on our show, and they played their version of Bach's Boo-ray. Bach. But it's incredible. And I always liked how Jethro told the band would leave, even him breathing into the yes. into the into the, fl- into the
9: flout.
1: Ian Anderson, by the way, is the only guy that ever got laid playing the flute. (laughs) Yeah, he
9: goes, (laughs) (laughs) I would do that. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Coming at you.
1: When I was a progressive rock DJ, I'd play this thinking like I was doing deep cuts. Meanwhile, everyone knew this song. I thought I was being cool. (laughs) By the way, this is the way he goes down on a woman. This is the same sounds he makes when uh, he's going down on you, Rob.
2: Why did not you tell me that when we met?
1: (laughs) I wanted you to be surprised. (laughs) There
9: you go.
1: Another cool use... I know, hey, Fred, are you a big focus fan? Cause I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a big focus fan, but remember Hocus Pocus by focus. I do. It's an, a, that's a killer song from an album right. called moving waves. There are only two songs on that album that are worthwhile. Hocus Pocus by focus and a song called eruption. Mm. Which sounds, and, and what's interesting is, uh, focus was from, uh, Amsterdam. Which is
16: yeah. where oh. Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen are from. So, so is eruption? I, would, I wouldn't be let me surprised. Ask you a question. Go ahead.
1: Is eruption by? I've never heard the. Well, first of all, uh, let me make the point that I thought "Hocus Pocus" was a good use of the flute by Focus. Terrific use. Right. I thought that was pretty good.
14: <laughs> Coming at you, a little Hocus Pocus from Focus, a WNBC.
1: those guys. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they, Fred? Uh, back in Amsterdam, I think. I think what for happened Le- is. I'll uh, give you a quiz. What's the name of the lead singer of uh, Hocus Pocus? Hocus Pocus. I mean, by Focus. Premier for, me, <laughs> <Focus. laughs> for, me for Robin. No, forget Robin. No, She's not going to you. know that. For you. For Van Leer. Right. Thijs Van Leer. Who was Are you
2: listening who, to Howard's no, conversation about he
1: cheated, too? No. He was <laughs> yeah. from a classical music family. His father was a flautist. When he was 11 years right. old, he gave him a flute, and, and the he rest also, is history. And he's also the dude yodeling <laughs> in his song too, and playing right. He's
2: multi-talented. Oh yeah,
1: and he plays the organ too. Yeah, listen to this. By the way during this float, this uh flute solo uh the guy went into a coma no one ever heard from him again that's pretty fast another good i'll give you another one i'll give you another good flute i mean i am not a flute fan but
2: but occasionally the flute does show up in rock and roll
1: knights in white satin that was pretty cool i love this song I forget. Are the Moody Blues in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame or are they still out of it? I don't remember now about the Moody yeah. Blues. I think they got in. They're in. They're in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I screamed about that for years. And then I'm still screaming about Jethro Tull. The flute player in the Moody Blues was named Ray Thomas. And he died in uh, 2018. Prostate cancer. Fucking prostate mm. cancer. Got to get that shit checked. Beautiful. Um, but Lizzo, she's coming and she plays the flute. I mean, she's like world class. I mean, she got a lot. of Yeah, she, uh, she, she
2: actually got to play a, a famous flute recently in Washington, D.C. I remember seeing a clip of that.
1: I could tell you about that. Yeah. Uh, first of all, she's a rapper. It, a
4: a man, a woman but
1: unlike a lot of rappers, she could also yeah. sing her ass off.
9: Crying. Yeah.
1: you're talking about
4: yeah, yeah. Never been in love before. what the fuck are fucking feelings yo once upon a time I was a ho. Well, here I she is playing the flute
1: classically trained
2: that's very very good
6: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> started playing the flute in fifth grade she made headlines, what you're talking about, when she went to the Library of Congress and they they uh, they let her tour the flute collection. I didn't even know they had one, but uh, she played a crystal flute that belonged to former President James Madison in the library's Great Hall. Here yeah. she is playing it. Pretty good.
2: There you go. Sounds pretty good for such an old flute.
1: Not bad, right? There you go. And uh, she's a big flute player. Early on in the pandemic, she did a remix of Pomp and Circumstance. This is with the uh, New York Philharmonic. So she's pretty accomplished. You don't go in front of the New York Philharmonic. If you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Kind of funky. She's got an Instagram account dedicated to her flute. Over 300,000 followers. Just for the flute. The flute has 300,000 followers. Amazing. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Anyway, and also I do want to not only say that about Lizzo, but I do want to mention that next Wednesday Holly Weird Squares will be happening.
2: Uh Uh-oh. That's a big yeah,
1: deal. Great lineup. Let me play you the promo because I think you'll like the lineup. It'll get you all okay. jazzed up. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, a little rusty. I, I, you know, I haven't hosted a game show in a while. So I got to get that voice going and that Are fast delivery. you going to be
2: practicing.
1: <laughs> yes, I will. Over the weekend, I'll be practicing. Hi, everybody. This is Howard Stern with Holly Weird Squares. Let me introduce you to the squares. Squares. Like that. I'm going to be working yeah. on that.
8: Yeah. But here's who's on. Coming Wednesday, a special holiday treat as Howard hosts the game show, Holly Weird Squares. I'm all about fun. Betrayed. Chris Mad Dog Russo.
6: Gee whiz.
8: Fake Howard Stern. Matt Friend. I don't think it sounds much like me. Actor Ike <laughs> Barinholtz. Hey <laughs> now. Fake, Liza Minnelli. let
15: me you, it.
8: Wendy, the slow adult. I'm going to do
4: the best I can.
8: Fast food expert, Rooster. Hey, I appreciate it. High pitch, Aaron. In some areas, I'm
19: kind of smart.
8: Fake, Kanye West. How you feeling, fam? You good? And fisting lover, Hunger FF. My hole is already quivering. Wow. Oh, this is a fun show. Only on the Howard Stern Show.
1: What a lineup. I, I don't... Only really... on the Howard Stern Show. Only. Only. This is exclusive <laughs> to our show. You can't find <laughs> Rooster on any other shows, as far as I know.
2: Not um, on a Hollywood Squares type thing.
1: No, not on that format. But uh, I'm excited about Rooster and Hunger FF, the guy who has the uh, Ask Yeah, Me.
2: they are new. Relatively new.
1: new, yes. Yeah, Wendy, a staple of Hollywood Squares. She's going to do the best she can, yes. which is a nice thing. And uh, who else did we say? Ike High pitch Ike Barinholtz, you got um, the real Mad Dog Russo, who has never been on Holly Weird Squares before. That's right. And then we got um, uh, fake Kanye, and fake Howard Stern and Liza Minnelli. So That's uh, right. It's a great, it's a great lineup. And uh, I'm just excited. I'm excited, and uh, we're going to have two members of the military competing for prizes. And uh, oh, and
2: and the do title we have of- good prizes. We're bringing military people in here. I hope we're we not better just giving them you know popcorn or something we're gonna look like real
1: dickheads if we give members of the military just popcorn (laughs) (laughs) we're giving them popcorn what's wrong with popcorn robin
2: well in addition to some other things it wouldn't be bad
1: Setting this thing up too is like a military operation. We got a team of producers, and when I say a team, I mean a lot helping Wendy set up her microphone Look, today. It's a real challenge.
2: I'm telling, these are wranglers. These are not producers. <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> these are
1: These are men with a tremendous patience. But uh um, yeah, we we got Wendy. Oh, uh, you know, just the behind the scenes of setting this thing up is probably a million stories. You know what I mean? I am sure oh, of Oh,
2: yeah. It. I hope we're recording.
1: Everything should be recorded around
9: here.
2: <laughs> yeah, Chris.
1: Chris in Massachusetts. And then I'll give you a little, a little bit of this game here we put together, year-in-review game. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, Lizzo, I, I mentioned um, the Hollywood Squares next Wednesday. And I do want to mention um, the wonderful Weird Al Yankovic. Is taking over, uh, channel 101, Howard 101. Oh. We told him, uh, take an hour, do whatever the fuck you want. And, uh, I'm looking forward because, you know, Weird Al's also been a staple of radio, not only with his music, but he also DJed and stuff. Yeah. Um, so he came up with a, um, a weird and wacky hour of fun, <laughs> uh, for you. Um, and of course we remind you that the Howard Stern interview of Bruce Springsteen is on, um, HBO. Yes, Chris, go ahead.
13: Hey, R. Hey. So, um, Richard Christie and um, Sal are well, funny as fuck.
2: Yes.
1: I say They have my sense of humor. I I, I,
2: don't love- know. I think that Sal is, you know, after we did that segment, you went off to the restroom, and I was here with Gary and Will and Jason, and they started reminding me of some things. Actually, I don't even think I knew these things, some of them of Sal just whipping out his dick in in weird places <laughs> like he, he, he was I guess they were taking a picture with the porn star Ron Jeremy. Yeah. And Sal right tried on to his put
14: head. Yeah. Yeah, tried we, to we put we've it heard that before. Yeah.
2: But then he also and I think we've heard these others too it's just like they're just random and they're crazy you know right. and uh Ron Jeremy got really upset and almost you he know almost killed attacked him. Sal. Yeah. creep. And uh then Sal one night after the Christmas party I think they said.
1: Oh, when he Sal, fucked the pumpkin. Yeah.
2: He he started <laughs> he just took out his dick and started tapping him on the pumpkins and well you know, what you what
1: you're what you're leaving out of the story is he left the yeah. rest- restaurant and on the street was a pumpkin display where he began to fuck the pumpkins right now
14: i was yeah it was on the street and ralph dared me to smack my dick on the pumpkin I'm right oh so you, you
2: had to
14: well, it, was it was fun day, Robin, Robin. Robin. It Robin you're it taking was... all the fun <laughs> out of this yeah, but wait when she tells it it's like uh, I know
1: you, you should go to jail which by the way you I, should I, but, said, I uh, should. you're yeah. telling me <laughs> Sal
14: is
2: crazy that's what you're telling me that's yeah. what I said to Gary when he was telling me all these stories
9: We're fun do We're you friends. say hey, Sal Robin.
1: do you Sal do you still do uh, foreskin Friday at all on your
14: Twitter account oh, no I stopped that yeah tell people what that was that was crazy well, every, every Friday would be Foreskin Friday. So I would take my foreskin of my cock and I'd, I'd create an image with it. Like for Friday the 13th, I stuck my foreskin through Jason's mask, you know, so the eye was my, uh, foreskin coming out of it.
17: Yeah. He had themes like
14: holiday themes with his cock. He would yeah. Do. For Cinco de Mayo was pouchy Vila and it was, Dude, uh, my
5: foreskin. Fo- like...
14: Well, yep. what, 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 um,
1: what Sal was doing on Twitter would no one had thought of before. He was quite an <laughs> innovator. He was using his penis as uh, as a as a to dress it up in costumes yeah, and, to, one, and your penis had its own account, right?
14: Yes, one one picture was Gene Simmons' tongue as my cock. <laughs> I poked my yes. dick through a, a picture of Gene Simmons and placed my penis over his tongue. Didn't you do Why did, Charlie you, did you Chaplin get thrown one time? off? <laughs> what was that, Richard? Did,
17: sal didn't you do like a famous comedian charlie chaplin or something one time on the show
14: with your little dick little no, i was poucho i was poucho, Marx poucho one, marks that's yeah. it yeah oh
2: poucho yeah. Mark, with poucho the glasses Vila.
14: and everything that's it yeah 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 fun time
17: But you yeah. didn't
2: get thrown off of that platform
17: I don't think I did. I think, I think they, they might have warned you, and then you just stopped. Dude. <laughs> I think my wife
1: warned
0: me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he got several warnings. All right. Yeah.
1: Let me tell you about Sal's cock, and and, uh, and this is true because I've been working with the guy a long time. He, his cock has worn more costumes than Lady Gaga. He's got a <laughs> closet full of costumes.
13: What would you do oh, yeah. with all those costumes? Was, I'm out. Do you sick. Still? I want to yeah. hear about his cock anymore.
1: Okay. Got you, Chris. Well, you brought it up, so what do you want yeah. from me? Thanks for the nice words, Chris.
17: Thank you. Yeah, Sal has a drawer full of, like, you know, like, how... Um, there's a movie Christmas story where the teacher opens up a drawer and it's all these kids like games that she confiscated like fake teeth and stuff Sal has a drawer he pulls out and it's all his costumes for his dick (laughs) (laughs)
9: like
17: glasses paint I used to paint his dick all the time for stuff we would do on the show I was like the dick artist I would paint Gene Simmons and
14: and do all that insane clown posse they almost killed us when we came out as insane clown posse yeah
1: yeah, what did you guys do with them i remember i seem to remember it that insane so, posse was in and you guys decided to walk yeah. in the room naked what, so that? And how, they what got happened upset? was we yeah.
14: decided to come off as their biggest fans in the world so i painted richard's cock as one guy and richard painted my cock as the other guy <laughs> Right. They did not find. We wrapped towels around our waist, and we came in and we said, "Hey, we're your biggest fans." And we dropped the towels, and I think it was Violent J who got up and threatened to beat literally them to chase them us out us. of the studio. Yeah, we were it, running he for lives. But
1: why wasn't he honored by
14: that? I mean, why,
1: I mean, he is Violent. He, the name is right, Violent J, and, and you got to say he lived up to his name. But why? Why was he upset by that? In other words, uh, it was an homage to Insane Clown Posse. Did he feel you were disrespecting the band? Did he yes. actually so, see yeah.
2: what you had? done
14: yeah <laughs> we were in the studio with him. yeah they chased we, us right we up. thought he was going to be flattered howard and he wasn't we that was the only time when we actually locked our uh, office door when we yeah. ran out of, Yeah. <laughs> we literally locked it.
1: Well, I remember Richard, when you dressed up your penis as Howard Stern once and the penis was the nose and the black hair and glasses was painted where your pubes are. And I, I was sort of honored. I mean, it was like, Oh, yeah. okay. It's an homage. It's nice. an homage. <laughs> yeah. You kind of look like from me.
17: Person
2: to person. If you're, but honored. you never know. That's right. You never know what reception that's going to get. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, there you Full go, Robin. Stuff. It's uh, but you know lot these other things, the pumpkin thing, and you know Richard putting his dick in the skeleton's mouth. These are just for their own amusement, you know. Just right. is yeah. them on the street, which <laughs> I said is crazy. <laughs>
17: yeah, you we've, think we've done so much of this shit, I don't even remember. Half of yeah, we do. I. It's like Gary usually brings it up. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember we did that. <laughs> (laughs)
1: all right boys thank you and a great update on your penises all right good (laughs) good for you let's go to amber amber in oregon my life i know Sal. all right let's uh, go to amber in
9: oregon
18: uh good morning howard uh good morning robin good morning gentlemen i really love starting by being gentle with my men and uh i would love for sal to play with my pumpkin puss and um maybe send me some pictures and be my DOD dick on demand and um yeah just you know calling to share that me and a, a fir- amber,
1: uh amber i'm gonna slow you down a yeah. little i i th- are you high right now that's what i want to know no sir all right so you're saying you want to fuck sal and you're not high <laughs> That's a first, Howard. Yeah.
18: <laughs> this is a I'd Christmas i really miracle. like a threesome with How or with uh Sal and uh, Richard.
2: A threesome with the two of them.
18: Oh yeah.
1: Sal, do you ever fantasize? Because you know now you have fame from the show and stuff. And I know how horny you are, and I know you love your wife. Let's get all that out of the way. <laughs> all out of the way. You. I know you're sexually frustrated. I know you don't get what you need. Do you ever wonder, like, what... The, I mean, like, this chick would probably invite you and Richard over, and you guys could have
14: threesome. I mean, it'd be wild, huh? I mean, it'd be fun with Richard. I don't know what about her. <laughs>
18: oh, yeah. One of you guys could put it in my mouth. The other could put it in my ass.
1: See? If you um, were single and Richard was single, would you guys, like, bang her together, do you think?
18: No,
1: no. Uh, I don't know, Richard. No, no. <laughs> you wouldn't? Well, what do
9: you no. mean,
2: Richard?
1: Well, uh, you draw yeah. the line at that?
17: Yeah, I like doing stuff with Sal on the show, but not yeah. like a sexual type thing. You know, I like goofy stuff.
1: Right. I so you would not, like, what if this you met to. this girl? Are you hot, Amber?
18: Oh, I'm so hot.
1: Really? Because wow. a lot of girls call into the show and say they're hot, and then <laughs> they send a picture, and you're not that hot. You know what I mean? I'm being honest.
18: I mean, I get everything I want. How old are you? I am 28.
1: Wow, you guys.
17: This has got to be a goof. Nobody uh. wants Richard and Sal. <laughs> no, <I'm laughs> like,
18: literally, nobody's ever
17: called in with this premise before. <laughs> <laughs> you're be 28.
1: And uh, can you tell us a little about yourself? Like, do you look like someone famous, measurements, anything?
18: I think I might look like Jessica Biel. Um oh. I weigh 105 pounds. Oh, um, now you're Three. Oh,
1: okay. Mm-hmm. What What about the uh, boobies? Big?
18: Uh, yeah, 34 C.
1: Listen to this, you guys. And you're saying your fantasy is... Uh, they're sitting is...
2: there like stone-faced, like, nah. <laughs> you're <laughs> I mean, telling I really, me... I need I'm staring I'm just
14: yeah. thinking of cock stunts we could do with her. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come I mean on. that's you, some you, of the things you're...
18: that turn me on.
14: <laughs> what, cock stunts?
18: They're cock stunts, yeah. I know they're freaks, so I think we could get really freaky together. <laughs> well,
1: what, what kind of work are you into? Are you like a stripper or something?
18: Uh, no, I have, a, I have a day job. You I, do? I like to do things on the side, but, you know, let's, let's keep our eye on the price here.
14: <laughs> so you're so hot, this guys.
18: They go D-O-D, Dick On Demand.
1: Are you so hot that uh, like you don't have to work?
18: Uh, no, I I like to work. You got to keep up appearances. I don't
1: know what the fuck that means? But okay, I don't know I'm, what going, that means, I'm going yeah. with you. I don't even care.
17: Now, what, what about mean. Benji? Benji's done cock stunts. He's single. <laughs> Go after nobody, him. <laughs>
18: I know, but him. he he doesn't have enough like big dick energy. Like you guys right. do? Well, neither do we. No, well, I have
1: mangled dick <laughs> oh, <you> energy. <laughs> no, she means you guys are kind of fun with your dicks, all the fun stuff you yeah. do. Yeah. With each yeah. other. We're Our not, dicks we're are like, yeah.
14: uh, they're props, you know? So tell, like me about this,
1: tell me about this fantasy, Amber. Like, you would take Richard in your mouth while Sal is banging you? I know Sal's a freak. He would totally be into that.
18: Yeah, or like one of them could be in my pussy and one of them could fuck me in my asshole. Oh. <laughs> playing with my clit.
14: Mm-hmm. Nice. This is what I like to do. I have it. I I'd, fu- I'd fuck her ass and then I'd make a shit mustache on Richard.
2: <laughs> it's funny. See, that's funny. That. See, that's but how I would. Now fuck you it.
14: do it. Now you see, do Richard, it. Right? Now we got a stunt here.
17: Now, now you I'll guys can do it. I don't
1: want to be near this. <laughs> <laughs> when did you become a prude you were always Look a you <laughs> right just wait a second seriously if sal fucks her in the ass and then gives you a shit mustache you wouldn't think that <laughs> is something worthy for the show no i kind of feel like think,
17: it is. i don't think we're allowed to do shit stuff on the show anyway. isn't
2: that funny richard
1: <laughs> <laughs> no i think it's no. funny uh amber by the way on the phone is sal's wife go ahead sal's wife how are you
18: Oh, my God, Amber, take him, please. Oh, you make my fucking year, sweetheart. Please, stupid motherfucker, listen to me. I hope you like all your belongings covered in jizz, honey. I do, I do, but I like to lick it
1: off. So, Mrs. Uh, Governale, you don't even mind Uh if Sal fucks Amber.
18: Oh my God, I'll make a trail of dimes that leads to her fucking house.
9: Please, <laughs> give me a fucking break. Hey, <laughs> you,
18: you, can, you can join the fun. I'll lick your quit while he's fucking me. Oh, oh my, you're going to make me vomit. Please, sweetheart. I can make you make him will be so happy. Oh, good. You have my blessing, sweetie. And Sal, fuck you. You're a fucking asshole. Go take a Run off into the sunset. Sal, ruin sex for me. Ugh, right. Please. When
1: is the last time you had sex with Sal anyway?
18: Uh, let, me, let me try to do the math. It was nineteen
14: I think yeah. Carter was in office. Yeah, Jimmy Carter, <laughs> right, yeah. president. Yeah, yuck yeah. it up. Yuck it up. Yeah.
18: One time, you want to talk about Dick stories? Our, our
14: sex life's time, on the but- History Channel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, so Mrs. Fucking- Governale?
18: I said, you want to talk about sex, sex stupid, uh, dick stories, for now? <laughs> one time, yeah. I caught him outside feeding the birds with his dick, like, like a bird feeder. He's so fucking <laughs> embarrassing, Howard. I, I all just want him out of my life, all right? all right? Not long enough.
1: Well, Amber wants to fuck him. Thank God, fun, all right?
18: Baby. Have fun, Amber, okay? All right, Happy New bye. Year. All bye.
1: right. I, I you, you <laughs> too. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, Amber, so, so the fantasy, so you're really, so, I wish we could see a picture of Amber because Sal's acting like he's above this and Richard's acting. But right. they, these, oh. these guys are turned on. I know it. I well, can, why, I'm why flattered, don't they Howard, starve? but.
15: Yeah,
18: why don't you guys start by sending me a picture of your cock next to a tape measure, and then, you know, I have three things, you know, size, birth, and stamina, and we can, you know, go from there.
9: Would you
1: guys mind sending (laughs) autographed photos of your penises to Amber? You know what?
17: have Ronnie send her our dicks. Ronnie has our uh, dildos. Ronnie can mail them to
1: her. Boy, it sounds like they're scared of you, Amber, but I know they want you. You're talking their language. You're up for a party, right?
18: Oh, yeah, all the time.
1: I can't believe you'd want, like, one of their dicks in your ass and one of them in your vagina. Crazy.
18: yeah.
1: Wow. You've had that? Yeah. You guys think she could possibly be good good looking? Um, we're we'll gonna take still, a wild I'd, guess. This is a bit.
17: This gotta be a bit. Yeah. yeah. You think
2: this is a guy Richard? Uh, all right,
14: all right, Chris Wilding, reveal yourself. Yeah. Uh, no, this is a legit call,
1: right? From Am- Amber from Oregon, right? That, that's right. Yeah. Sound. I've been here
17: for twenty years. How is this the first time <laughs> right. we ever got a call from somebody that thought we were attracted? Yeah, I don't know, but she sounds pretty. Oh, you hot to really
18: me. turn me on.
17: I'm calling from that's Bellevue. Worst, worst acting
1: I've ever heard. Yeah, Bellevue, Oregon. Right? No, she's she's legit. She really is. Yeah, legitimately and you crazy.
2: Finally, did it. They say there's a, a lid for every pot. This is
9: it.
17: Yep, here's your girl. Well, finally. I'm nice. flattered, but I'm happily married. I am all. I'll stick stick my dick in Sal and, yeah. and my wife, and that's it.
14: <laughs> Thank you. All right. Take care, Amber. Can she send a picture? I'm just curious. Say, hey, Amber, can you, you send guys, us a picture first, so we could... Tip, tip for
18: tip? them first. Oh. Because if it's worthy, then they get a picture just, of
17: me. Just watch the dick Cathalon on the app. Yeah. <laughs> you know, or, or look at some of our old dick stunts. That's all you got to do. Yeah, through. these
1: guys have been on... They, you've seen their
14: dick on TV. Yeah. Come on.
18: Yeah, I, I mean, Robin said... Uh, my archives.
14: Robin said my dick should be exterminated. I'm not sure you want it. <laughs> <laughs>
18: oh, I want it! I want it deep in my mouth
14: <laughs> and well,
18: my pussy I'm... as I play with my clit.
1: Are you masturbating right now, talking to Richard and Sal? Oh,
18: I'm driving to work, but my hands aren't touching my pussy yet.
1: Wow, poor Sal is freaking out.
14: I can see it in his eyes. <laughs> nah, I'm fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never better.
18: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. I won't I let I like her to touch hear. you. So. I, I can make you feel even better.
1: Well, well, that sounds like an attractive offer for sure, Amber. You sound like you're right on the right path. Okay, all thank right. you, Amber. We look forward to I, one day seeing you. Okay.
18: All right. You guys have a wonderful day.
1: You, you too, do. sweetheart. Oh, there you go. Very lovely girl. Very lovely girl. <laughs> That just, was
17: weird, Howard. You weirded yeah. me out. <laughs> Fun. What's so weird? Why is that
1: weird? Out of weird. all the things you've done, a girl who wants to fuck nev- the
17: two of you? No, nah, I mean, you know, if it was legitimate, that's nice. I'm happily married, but it's just weird to get a call from somebody
14: that's you know, thinks Sal and I are attractive. I You know, I don't Howard, believe it. Richard has a personal private policy that he will only get naked and do naked things with me only on the show.
9: Right.
14: Really? Right. Yep. Yeah, well,
17: Richard because has I said to me, "Respect my wife," and that's, you know, my wife nice is awesome so and
2: if, she if loves So, if something Sal. came up with Benji? You no, Benji, do. I will be. No, I will oh, with Benji. Oh, oh, Benji is okay too. <laughs> yeah, no, Benji, Benji gave these so. guys
1: a hand job, don't you remember? That's
2: yeah, what
9: I okay. thought. <laughs> no,
17: Benji. I mean Sal's close. It's pretty much, you know, as long as I'm doing stuff with guys on the show, I think my <laughs> wife's okay with it. <laughs> All right. yeah. But
1: anything else All right. is offline. By the way, there's a woman calling in from actual Bellevue Hospital, which is a <laughs> mental hospital, <laughs> and she wanted to say something. Yes, ma'am.
13: This is Bellevue Hospital. We have a mad mad woman on the run, an escaped mental patient. She's been helping pain centers since last Tuesday. She's gone
6: batshit crazy. If you
13: have any information on her, we are at danger. We are all in danger. She is criminally insane. She's horny and dangerous. Please, if she approaches, I repeat, do not get near her. Do all
17: right, not I see. get Got near it. her. Got all right, we get it. <laughs> Sal and I need security.
16: (laughs) Howard, Howard, with these two guys, I gotta tell you, there's an odd comfortability with their nakedness, or even around the office. And like. Their nudity. Yeah, there's, there's no, like, they just, they genuinely don't care. And Sal's gotta move that is so funny whenever we need sal to get naked sal enters the room naked and he puts his hands on his hips (laughs) like superman (laughs) like it's here i'm here uh it's
14: true it's true you know howard i have to tell you i'm i was thinking about this there was a time when richard and i were on the road and richard was asleep in the bed in the hotel and i was horny i jacked off with richard sleeping next to me right which is like you know but the funny I thing mean, I is i was her- pissed when he told me too i wasn't happy <laughs> Yeah, but do you remember why? what happened Because you How wanted did- to
2: watch what are you talking about
14: <laughs> <laughs> i didn't want him to come on me <laughs> no i didn't so what happened was i was coming and I, I i didn't have anything to grab so i had my shirt i picked up my shirt from off the rug and i i finished on my shirt and then the next morning um i i said fuck it i left the shirt there it was all crusted up and then uh, we get home, and I get a, f- a phone call from Craig Gass, who was in the next room. He goes, hey, I-, I just stopped through your room to check it. He goes, I got your shirt. It's in my luggage. <laughs> <laughs>
9: oh,
14: oh, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Craig. Oh, my God. Craig
9: is
17: hes probably just finding out now <laughs>
1: about that. Oh, God, yeah. that's hard. I remember you guys telling me that story. I thought that was kind of weird. I mean, and Richard, you were nude, right? because you, you sleep naked Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah.
17: i mean we used you to would, share rooms we would even if we got offered two rooms we would stay in the same room just so we could hang out and watch
14: tv together i, I remember howard i would pack uh, dvds of porn back in the day and when we got to the room there was no dvd player so i was right. pissed off and once richard went to sleep i just looked at the back of the dvd cover you know those little pictures <laughs> yeah and i jacked off to that <laughs>
9: did, you have have any? Any? <laughs> did you have
14: any did you have have any
1: hesitation, like thinking, you know, hey, this is a, a coworker, this is a guy I know, and maybe it's wrong to, or no, maybe even be like a little bit, like you know, it's just creepy jacking off next to Richard. It's kind of a turn off. None of that occurred to you,
14: no, because in fact, Howard, I think on the way there to that hotel on the flight, Richard and I would. Richard would go to the bathroom and go, hey, buddy, I just jacked off. And he goes, no,
17: you did it first, and you gave me the idea, just like you always do. You're like, hey, Richard, I just beat off in the airplane
14: bathroom. You should go try it. It's great. And he did. 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 And Richard goes, that's a good idea, buddy, to help me sleep. And then Richard went and jacked off in the same toilet. So (laughs) (laughs) we were jerking off nuts you what know what i was thinking
2: the other I, day oh, i on. said to myself wait a minute i just said to myself you know they locked us in when we were going to serious every day we were locked in our office and it was because of richard and sam Yep, that's
14: right <laughs> yeah that is right well,
16: that, yeah. we got we got you remember we got in trouble like a week after we got here because richard <laughs> streaked in the I think it was a Martha Stewart press conference. And <laughs> what I was going to
1: ask, what I was going to ask, yeah, I remember that. What I was going to ask is, what is going on with these two guys? I mean, because even when they're alone, they're nude, jacking yeah. off. I mean, there's, so I have a theory. there's something I have a, going on.
16: I have a theory. Like Richard's kind of his own, Richard's like nature boy. He was almost raised in the wild. So right. that doesn't seem to bother him. But Sal, I don't fully understand. But Richard, again, I don't know how much we're willing to talk about, but have you ever, have you ever had sex? with uh, another guy in the bed next to you uh well sort of
17: but that's <laughs> i don't talk about that oh, stuff okay. anymore i'm heavily but, married like, he just doesn't care what do you what mean there was a guy
1: in the bed while you were having sex
17: uh it was a long yeah, time ago uh, yeah back
1: it, it, what happened <laughs> what do you mean there was a guy in bed with you oh yeah it's a guy we
17: know <laughs> yeah no. i don't want to get into it yeah if that's okay and it wasn't
16: well, what's me? your point gary so what's your point I, be, richard's like a wild animal right like he just right. like, like, he shit on, he, like he was brought up shitting on the lawn like i kind of understand it but sal i don't fully understand and then the part i don't get is like why seriously this is a serious question guys like what was the big reason that you guys had to go into the bathroom together and both take out your dicks and pee together. Well, Richard started that. He thought it would be fun, and I thought it would, it would be fun, too. But what's Whatever. fun about it? Well, and a lot
17: of it was just that we were kind of inseparable. We'd do our work together, and, you know, we'd have to pee at the same time. It's like, I guess, maybe when women get their menstrual stuff at the same time. And we'd go together to the bathroom so we could come back and continue to make
16: prank calls. I know you, know? you say that like it's so obvious and normal, but you realize it's not. No, I know, but that's fine. That's it was very unique. What did where they like to
1: do? Share the same toilet and see each other's penises and then crisscross their urine? They did. Yes. That's what yeah. they
16: did. How do you know the bathroom yeah. we have here that's like the one at a time bathroom? You know what I mean? They were right. going two at a time and they would
14: cross, you know, streams. That was kind of the, and they would laugh. And the worst you ever part think- about it, Howard was when I would shake off, sometimes it would get oh, all over he get Richard's.
17: It would get my, on my face before. <laughs> like Howard, he would whip his wiener because it's foreskin at pee all over. He whipped it one time, like a little piece got on my cheek, like <laughs> some urine.
14: I was so mad. I was like, yeah. don't you
17: ever whip but that I, dick next to me. Again. But it
14: wasn't intentional. I was shaking it off and I was shaking it up and down and it hit Richard in the face. So after that, I always made sure that he shook it off first and then I shook off second and you well would the bathroom. and
17: then you would also use that little uh, uh toilet, paper. toilet paper thing you'd shove it in your foreskin yeah. yeah
1: well richard after a guy shakes a penis and and puts <laughs> urine on your face don't you say to yourself like okay we did this i'm done i'm done i don't want urine on my face but you you go back for more you know what yeah. i think what might be happening if you two are not a gay uh what might be happening is You missed out somehow on male relationships or male companionship and you're living out some sort of closeness that most men won't go with each other to or something. I don't know. I gotta I I don't know what this is. This
9: this this penis.
17: I kind of had the same kind of thing with my best friend back in Kansas, the one I used to bathe with, and we used to, you know, whip our cocks out for fun all the time and do (laughs) crazy stuff. So I've kind of always bonded. What were you looking for?
1: But what do you think you were looking for? Like, is there a deep craving in you for male? I don't mean sexual contact, but male uh bonding or, or 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 you know like Maybe, like a yeah. way to solidify and have the closest relationship with a man that you never had that you missed out on could be
14: yeah that mm. sounds about yeah. right Howard, you bring up I'm, a good point because at richard's you know at a bachelor party you know men usually like to go crazy strip clubs right. bars friends nuts all richard wanted for his bachelor party was just me and he booked uh, uh, massages for both of us side by side, and then we shared a jacuzzi together naked. And this was all Richard's planning. In so.
17: Atlantic City. Oh, yeah. and the best was, so we went into this the hot tub, and Sal and I, and it was only all guys. It was like an all male spa so, <laughs> for my for my bachelor party. And some guys started coming over and talking to us, and we were sitting down in the hot tub, and the guy was standing up, and his dick is like level with our heads, and he's. Right. Like having this conversation with us and we're like, is this guy he's getting a little too close with his dick to our heads in this hot tub? And I don't remember what he was talking about the weather or something asinine. And finally Is we, it possible? Like, we even it-
1: felt uncomfortable when we left. Right. For you guys to feel uncomfortable is weird. But according again, I read this article in the New York Times and the New York Times article was about male friendship. And they said men are less likely than women to rely on their friends for emotional support or to share their personal feelings with them. It may be this is some sort of highly evolved behavior that Richard and Sal are acting out where they're unafraid to be. But this is uh This is. But is the, this the, a, don't not,
2: you think it's gone over? Of the are they line? gay, Robin? Are I don't they gay? No, I don't know. All I know is that this I want is to know. a relationship that you couldn't have with a bunch of guys. Like this, right. you know how you can only have the relationship with your wife that you have with your yes. wife. Yes. This is bonding them in a way. That their friendship is separate from any other friendship that
14: they mm. might have.
17: It's true. Mm. Yeah. They're the most really special each to other. one another. Right.
14: We, yeah. I really, really love Richard. Like, I love I him love so much. Too, he's honey. the greatest. How All right. right let me ask, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. <laughs> okay. The you greatest too, huh?
2: guy in the world.
14: <laughs> in my world. <laughs>
1: Richard. Yeah, I don't yeah. even agree with that, Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Sal, you say you love Richard. Yes. Richard, you say you love Sal. Yes, I love Sal. Do you guys love each other? Let's say I told you, for real. Um, And Sal, in order to save Richard's life, you have to fuck him in the ass and come inside of him.
14: Would you be able to do it? And he'll live. To save his life, I would do that. You would, yes. I would do anything to save (laughs) Richard. I mean, Howard, what scenario is
1: that going to happen? Like,
14: (laughs) I don't know. I mean, like maybe maybe Sal's sperm. Would
1: you
2: like to make that happen, Richard?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Richard. I didn't want to tell you, you have colon cancer, and there's only one cure, Sal semen. <laughs> yeah. I have to
14: fish out the the uh, cancer with my foreskin by fucking rats right. That's right.
17: But see, I see Sal as, you know, like when I think of Sal as sexual, it weirds me out. Me That's too. That's why that c- phone call weirded me out, because like when Sal came on my uh Kansas City Chiefs hat for that bit earlier this year, it freaked me out, because I... I see Sal as somebody that I love and have fun with. I don't see him as like a sexual object. <laughs> I don't know. You're in bed
1: with the guy. He's jerking nice. off. You're nude. I mean, uh, <laughs> you guys are in the bathroom with your dicks and p- crisscross and pissing. Maybe but we've never for...
17: like beat off together or something
1: like that. Well, that you know? would be wrong. Uh, oh, maybe yeah. what it yeah. is, yeah, yeah, that'd be going too far. <laughs> maybe what it is, you guys are like. Here's I got to figure it out just occurred to me you guys are so childish and regressed that like little five-year-old boys who like pee together in the toilet and stuff like that that you're operating on a five-year-old's level that's fucking it that's (laughs) it that's Mm -hmm. the only explanation i got that
2: could be it and And, richard claims let's say that everything else about them is at a five-year-old level too that's right (laughs) that's what i'm saying (laughs) we get paid (laughs) to act like (laughs)
9: five-year-olds yeah i mean
1: yeah and uh no, no, no. Hey, you know, and Richard has a long history of acting out. Like he had a friend in Kansas that he did this with, that he took yeah. baths with. In fact, mm-hmm. on the phone is uh, Richard's friend from Kansas who wants to oh. say hi to everybody. Hi, how are you?
15: Why am I here? I'm here to say I love you.
1: <laughs> now you were friends with Richard from when he was a little boy in Kansas and you guys took baths together? Sure. Yes. And yes, uh, sure. you and, the yeah, truth and you know
6: never left
1: you <laughs> and and you love richard so much are you jealous of sal and that whole thing going yes, on sir. And, yes sir okay i thought yes, so sir. and you do you wish you were in the tub right now with richard
9: yes sir you do i, I see have
6: got a radio
15: show i'm how with dirt
1: And so Richard exhibited this kind of behavior from an early... Yes, I'm trying to have a serious interview with you, sir. You're a married man with a wife just like Richard is now? Yes, sir. Yeah. And uh, so there was nothing gay going on between you and Richard. It was just uh, two boys bonding in the bathtub together nude. Yes, sir.
6: Why am I... When a man loves a woman...
1: All right. Thank you. There's your childhood friend, Richard. Nice, you, buddy. <laughs> How did that friendship end? Yeah, why it did it end? It hasn't ended. You guys love each other still.
17: Right. Yeah, well, my friend, uh, the I real you. one that uh love you too, the real right, one bye actually bye. sent sent us some barbecue for a Christmas gift
1: yesterday. nice. All, all right. Well, that. there you go. All right, boys. Well, uh, there's the origin story, if you will, of Richard and Sal and their love affair and they enjoy but you being know with what, each heard, other. You know
2: what I'm thinking of? Remember that movie, Call Me By My Name? Yes. yes. And then the father goes to the son and says he had a relationship yes. like that when he was a young man yes. where they were very, very close. Yes. And he always treasured that relationship. I'm thinking that Richard and his old friend, you know, they still have that bond because they showed their dicks to each other and bathed together. Mm -hmm. They didn't have that with anybody else and they still love each other somewhere in their in their minds.
17: And Sal is that friend too. And Sal, like Sal and my friend that I did that stuff with, are are kind of close now too. So we've all kind
1: of bonded over you know well look dick at stuff. You. <laughs> it reminds me of it's almost like a, a, a new movie, the, the Three Stooges meet Brokeback Mountain, and, uh, <laughs> something like that. All right, all right, boys, uh, you've done it all again. Right. You, you, uh, it's unbelievable. You,
2: you've left <laughs> <Thank> us speechless.
16: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Uh, by the way,
1: Dr. Drew told John Lieberman that Richard and Sal are like soldiers in a war who would do anything for each other. He shares his theories on Richard and Sal and penis size on a hard look tomorrow at 1 p.m. Oh, on Howard okay. 101. John Lieberman gets right to the bottom, uh, pardon Good. the pun, <laughs> gets right to the bottom of this uh, relationship between Richard and Sal. Finally, I do want to uh, just do a couple of year in reviews to get this whole thing started. Um, uh, you know, now Robin, you'll like this. It's a way to say, you know, we are in December, 2022 is coming to a close, and what would be a fun way to look back on? All the experiences we've shared. What happened this Um, year? Yeah. You know, I feel close to you, Robin. Uh, You know, while we don't pee together
14: or
9: (laughs)
1: masturbate in the same bathroom after one another, I do feel a closeness with you. And it has been a spectacular year. So many ups and maybe even a few downs. But, of course, through thick and thin, we are all here together. And uh, I'm going to do a little fun game here with you. I'll... uh, I'll uh, play you different clips from the year and uh, sound effects and see if you can remember what these are from. Maybe uh, Gary, Richard, South, Chris and Ronnie, you guys try to. Did, why don't you guys try to identify these sounds, too? It's a fun way to play a little game and still remember the year that was 2022. And 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 by the way, I do want to mention some of the great performances on the show this year, uh, musical performances. It is uh, really stunning. Just to remind you, some of the people who played live here were Bruce. Well,
9: if you're looking for love
6: only I'm tougher than Rick. How about post Malone? Save my own life just to say yours. I got
10: a
13: Charlie Poole
6: left and right over
1: here over here tick up every corner of my mind the very handsome Harry Styles
9: you gonna make in the daylight ooh, ooh, ooh. daylight you gonna make in the daylight
1: sexy Cheryl Crow it's
14: the superstar so Billy Corgan
10: so
1: My hero, Perry Farrell. The illustrious yeah. illus- 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 yeah. Imagine Dragons. But yes. It, this was great. Machine Gun Kelly. 15,
9: 15. Oh, it,
1: Red Hot Chili Peppers, too. Away, 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 I mean, what a spectacular it year it has been for musical performances on this show. Wow. An, you, yeah. Yeah. All right, so now I'm going to play Mystery Sound. Then you, Robin, or someone from our Crackpot panel. (laughs) Uh, Gary, Sal, Ronnie, Richard, and, of course, Chris
16: Wilding.
2: Gary will be very good at this because he remembers everything.
16: I don't know. Do we buzz in or do we just yell uh, out the uh, answer?
1: (sighs) I don't know, Gary. You think I have all the answers, <laughs> Gary? We don't have buzzers.
14: <laughs> We're at home. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to buzz in? <laughs> Cough. Beep, beep.
1: <clears throat> you know, just tell me you know the answer, okay? <laughs> Nobody's keeping track of this thing. You're not going to win a prize. Believe me. You won the prize already. You get to work. All right. Here you go. I'll play the mystery sound, and then you guys uh see if you if one of you re- remembers the sound. It's not easy, by the way. Okay. but every sound is from a major moment from 2022 enough explanation let's get to the game let's go all right. <laughs> all right here's a clip this clip i'll give you a hint is from one of the most disgusting phony phone calls that we ever made see if he can i know what it, it is already me too no, you don't 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 <laughs> jump too fast
16: <laughs> i should know oh. that, that's my right. dick yeah well, I Gary. Gary. <laughs> that's right. guess the phone. Gary. Wrong,
17: Fisty Gary is. Huh? Fisty Gary, yes. That's it was Fisty.
1: Right. That's right, Gary. You're so know
3: Gary. No, he's that's wrong. It's my ass meat. It was Fisty. No. It was Hunger FF's ass meat up against the that's phone. That's correct, Chris. Exact. Thank you. That is right. right. <laughs> correct.
1: What you just heard? This sound. <laughs> that's the sound of a prolapsed rectum <laughs> slapping against a cell phone. Flirty Gary called a guy Fisty named... Gary. <laughs> yes, Fisty Flirty Gary called a guy named Hunger FF who loves getting fisted. Flirty Gary wanted to hear his ass meat since he couldn't see it over the phone. And here's a clip.
16: I hear you got that good ass meat. Oh, yeah. Um, kind of my signature is what everybody knows me for. <laughs> Smack that shit up against the phone. Oh, my God. You're crazy. If your ass meat ain't sagging, you best not be bragging. Hold on one second. <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
14: Ow. Oh, shit. That was my ass meet Like that? Oh,
16: hells, yeah. That's so fucking hot.
14: <laughs> <laughs> One of the greatest that, clips think your of all ass time. He hung up the phone.
16: Yeah. Shit.
1: <laughs> His ass meat actually <laughs> hit the phone and hung it up. <laughs> hey,
17: we'll be able to hear that ass meat next Wednesday on yeah. the show.
1: Next Wednesday. That's right. Excellent promotional mind over there on Richard Christie. He's right on Hollywood Squares. Hunger F F will be oh, Is it F F F F hunger? Yes, F F. Robin F-F. Now, F-F. Now, F-F. Howard,
17: are you, you going to let that. him slap F-F. his ass meat against one of your microphones? No.
14: <laughs> of course. Well, I think so. Yeah. I mean. No. Uh,
3: I don't I want to see
14: it. It couldn't be grosser than your microphone, Richard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shut up, asshole.
3: I think ass should have its own square. I don't even
1: know that I could handle seeing that. I'm kind of in the Robin camp with that, but uh, oh, we I do gotta look to see forward. that,
3: Howard. Oh. Oh. I want to see Howard. It. I've seen a video. I'm telling you, no one can handle that except for him. It is vile. <laughs> Alright, on with let, We'll meet
1: Hunger FF And all of the Holly Weird Squares Next week Alright, this is fun Just raise your hand if you know the answer And I'll call on the person who raises their hand first We're getting the hang of this Here's mystery sound 2 um, Alright, here's your clue I can't make too many jokes about this next clue Or else I'll get fired Here we go Are you ready? Well, Chris, you had your hand up first. What is that?
3: It's Jennifer Witts laughing. That's right. Jennifer.
11: <laughs> Listen to me, Stern. You're goddamn right. I got a framed picture of Andy Cohen. I tried your picture, but it was causing clients to get sick.
1: Oh, <laughs> I guess Andy is better looking, but I think I've done enough for this company to merit a picture in your uh, office right over your shoulder. I
11: love it. No, show. I'm... It's like your show, but less gay. I'm <laughs> 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 uh, serious. Oh. The future of SiriusXM is Andy. God bless SiriusXM, Pandora, <laughs> Stitcher, Andy Cohen. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, uh, oh my goodness. I'll hand
11: your studio over to Andy. Going so fast, it'll make your wig spin.
1: Oh, jeez, oh, oh, <laughs> Jennifer. Uh. <laughs> That's some laugh, huh? Wow. Yeah. Wow.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Where is she? Maybe she's knocking on my door. Let me see. Uh, Jennifer, what are you the-
9: <laughs> Jennifer,
1: I want to say something as the year closes out. I think you do a fabulous job running this company. I know we 're all grateful for our jobs here at Sirius XM, Richard and Sal They get to do their penis jokes. Ah, uh, Chris gets to argue with the listeners and also do his. Um, but by the way, his brilliant uh, impression of Bigfoot. Ah, uh, Gary gets to be his. Ronnie was retiring, but yet he gets to work. Robin is grateful for the job. I'm grateful for the job. Blah and you blah, do-
4: blah 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 blah. No shit, Sherlock.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to compliment you and say we all are grateful for our jobs at Sirius XM.
4: Well, you should be. God bless Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, Toyota, Caldor.
1: (laughs) Would you give me a quick update on the company? In other words, the company seems to be growing, as you you point out. Sirius XM, Stitcher, Pandora. I mean, the less. Are you going to acquire more companies in 2023?
4: Of course I'm going to acquire new companies. What do you think? I sit here on my ass all day, Stern? I'm working around the clock. We're blowing up. We've almost made enough money to fire your ass. (laughs)
1: Uh, (laughs) Oh, that's so mean. I'm
4: just kidding. I'm just kidding. Listen to me, Stern. The company is growing like they, like they, like, 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 like that thing on your nose.
1: (laughs) You know, you're a cruel woman, but I know you rule with an iron fist. I know you take your job very seriously. I think that's why the company exists today. You say it like it is, and I should appreciate that. I pride myself on saying it like it is and you say it like it is am i correct
4: that's absolutely right stern and listen to me i'm not worried about anything i got money in escrow motherfucker
1: (laughs) 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 so if Stern,
4: yeah go ahead go ahead
1: i'm saying if sirius xm goes under in other words you have fuck you money is that correct
4: that's right that's absolutely correct that's right (laughs) that's right Listen to me, I'm really concerned about that thing on your nose. I've never seen cancer get cancer before.
9: Oh <laughs> no!
1: Man. I was diagnosed. <laughs> There's no cancer on my nose, but they did re- they did remove a giant wart-like uh, thing off my nose. You're correct. Oh, I uh,
4: know, I know, Stern. Don't worry about it. I'm about to draw a little red dot on that picture of you in my office now. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
13: wow. By the way,
1: your laugh. I, you know, I've always complimented Robin on her laugh. It's infectious and it makes other people laugh. Your laugh is really spectacular. What age did you did, did people point out that you had an unusual laugh
4: I, I, i'm a little confused stern i don't hear anything crazy about my laugh <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: i mean you you're la- no one's ever before said to you you have an unusual laugh
4: I don't know, maybe when I was about five years old. What are you trying to do? Analyze me? God damn it, I got shit to do. I can't sit around here and compliment you and your stupid staff all day. What else do you want, sir? And get to the point. Come on.
1: No, that's it. I just wanted to say thank you. That's it. All right. Thank you very much. Uh,
4: Listen to me. If Hollyweird Squares is funny, I'll give your staff one sip of my executive soda.
1: (laughs) (laughs) By the way, if I could say something about 2022, and this is a bit of a criticism. I thought it was peculiar here at SiriusXM. That they took away the free sodas and only allowed free pretzels and sodas for the executive staff upstairs. I mean, the workers do deserve a free pretzel, don't you think?
9: Listen to me,
4: Stern. I'm gonna biopsy your ass with my foot. Who runs this oh. company? You or
2: me? All right, all right, I make thank the you, rules,
4: Stern. Back to work, all, right. all of you. All
2: right, thank you. Have a nice holiday. She's tough. She's tough. Tough. There you go. <laughs> I don't know how she does it.
1: <laughs> um, yes. All right. All right. Here's another mystery sound. I can see the crew is enjoying this. The people are enjoying this. I can feel it. Right. Here we go. All right. Here's a moment from a big television event this year from 2022. Here we go. Anybody know what that
3: is? Ah, Look at Chris Wilding. Yeah, he knows all this. It's too easy. What is it? That was, I don't remember her name, but that was the lady who won the Emmy Award, I believe, for Best yep. Actress from Abbott Elementary. Oh, Shirley Ralph.
2: Oh, Shirley ah, yeah, Ralph. Ralph. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: I thought it was Robin orgasming, honestly. I really did.
16: <laughs> I thought it was a Robin song.
1: Me too. Oh. oh, Chris got it right. Boy, you're on fire show yeah. uh, you, are you cheating did you hear I the answers God, no, he put, put all to these
2: together didn't he <laughs> uh,
3: yeah well, probably <laughs> i am a producer robin he, he never goes by out, the way, so he knows the show i gotta well.
1: tell you <laughs> sure. this is one of my favorite moments of the year i mean you know actress theater types freak me out i mean they're, they're so free i mean she got up at the emmys I am an endangered species. If I win an Emmy, I'm going to get up and start singing a song. I might do something like from the uh, Stones catalog or something. Right?
2: I am an endangered species.
1: But- this is why I could never be on Broadway. I'm just not built this way. You know, I mean, it takes a special person to get up and start belting it out.
8: like see victim song
2: <laughs> I am a woman I am an artist and I
9: know <laughs> <when> I,
14: <vote laughs> I know what I'm gonna do Be
1: now I know my speech. Should I ever win an Emmy? It's going to be this.
9: Oh! oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Howard, Howard that,
16: that, that couldn't have been spontaneous in a sense, right? She must have uh, thought, if I win... She had a rehearse that in her head, don't you think?
1: I think so. I don't know. It's so wild.
2: Let me ask the question that everyone wants to know. Did yeah. she still get to say thank you to a bunch of people after taking up all that time to do that?
1: Yes. I oh, seem yes. to remember that she gave a speech, and I think there was even more singing, singing? afterwards. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think yeah. there might have been more. And she did a whole oh, first wow. act of a play, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get up and go. I beat all you losers. <laughs> you are douchebags. <laughs> Will Smith, please don't slap me. <laughs>
2: I think she what won is an it? Emmy, right?
1: Yeah, I am an. She won Best Supporting
3: Actress for yeah. something. You got to go low too, like when she goes, but I sing no victim song. But I see no victim, son. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: I'm the king of all media. Yeah. You should do Macarena.
17: Hey, Macarena.
1: <laughs> I swear to God, I think I'm going to pass out doing that. It takes a lot of. She must be a young woman. Man.
2: Uh, she's not that young. All
1: right. She's 20- not- 2022. What else happened? Okay, here's a good one. Here's a good one. This is multiple choice, so you guys should do very well with this. I'm going to play this sound. And you tell me. Oh. Uh, you already know I know multiple choice, Richard? I knew it. I know it right away. I yeah. love that
0: sound. <laughs> <laughs>
17: There's a reason what Ronnie just grunted. It's Ronnie's <laughs> vibrating egg that he shoves in his ass. Wow. Very good. <laughs> yeah, you know, right, Ronnie. You, you would know that, Richard. It's in his ass right now. <laughs> Ronnie,
16: how did you not know it?
1: <laughs> Ronnie's Ronnie, old. He
16: didn't just raise his hand his time. I can't get Ronnie's, my hand
19: that
1: high. <laughs> Ronnie, you had a sex egg, right? That was, uh, like, that. like, what did you do? You put the egg in your ass, and then it made that noise, right?
16: Right. Right.
1: Do you still use it?
19: Nah. Nah. Why not? I don't know. It got wet and shorted
17: out. Yeah, I don't.
19: I don't know. You don't like it? I wasn't. I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, Here's the clip when we first learned of this.
2: This is the
1: sex egg. There it is.
2: you're on a construction site oh yeah. my goodness
1: i mean that is the craziest kind of thing ever it's like a it's like a star trek teleporter i mean oh, what the fuck awesome, is going to
19: i plugged it in and charged it up and then that was that
9: so you well, turned it happened?
19: on for the first time when uh after I charged it up, she wasn't home yet, and I just turned. I kept playing with, just, just keep pressing the button, and it keep changing speeds and, invi- and the vibration. And when you heard that noise,
1: were you not concerned that maybe something was wrong? I mean, it's a crazy sound. It's like it's
9: fucking cool, dude.
1: <laughs> so the sound, Ronnie, if we're going to be completely honest, was a little more the fun thing. The, the actual vibration in your asshole wasn't that good for you.
19: Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. What was weird about it? Because you love shit in your ass. Yeah, but that it, that thing was it, it, just the shape of an, it. It was just weird. Was it too you big? A- was it... uh What was going on? It, it was too, like, round. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's... <laughs> Were you afraid you wouldn't be able to get it out? That's po- Yeah, well, that's a possibility.
17: <laughs> can you imagine, imagine Ronnie goes to the hospital, get this egg out of my you ass? just hear
1: that sound? <laughs> but isn't the egg attached to, like, some sort of wire so you can pull the egg out of your asshole if it goes up too far? No. Oh, Oh, my
3: God. <laughs> I didn't
1: know that. I see. How much of the egg did you get in your asshole? Probably just like the the
14: tip of it. I see. <laughs> you look like an By old the chicken way, giving birth. <laughs> <laughs>
9: <and> an
14: <egg>. <laughs> <laughs>
9: <laughs>
17: Sit on a nest. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, I, I'm going to, I don't mean to ever say anything disparaging against my pal Ronnie, but I got to tell the audience, I think Ronnie's officially out of uh, sex tips because he just did a whole bunch of sex tips for Christmas yeah. and I listened to him last night and every one of them is basically take the weirdest fucking thing you can find, stick it in <laughs> your ass or stick it in your, your wife's pussy and uh, and then stick it back in your ass. I mean, oh. uh, you know, Ronnie, you can, I admit you ran out of them this time.
19: What are you talking about?
1: I'll, I'll give you evidence. Money. The, le, uh, uh, let me present to the jury since we got
19: a jury here. Oh, okay. This is some okay. jury. <laughs> I,
9: I right. see Here's, where it's
19: going already. So, to, no, you'll see. No, seriously. Everything is either for
1: you know, like like everything just goes in your asshole. And some of these <laughs> well, things where, I don't. Where, even... <laughs> dude, where, where <laughs> but, do you want it to go? Well, listen to, I don't know, but there's got to <laughs> be more ear? to sex you than your asshole. My ear? For no, God's but sakes. I mean.
19: Uh, here, here's. And they, a- were u- they were unisex for guys and girls. So what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? And what about this eggnog dildo?
1: Like uh, you're, are like freezing no, eggnog and then you got to no, slice gotta it. This. But l- listen to the tip no, and then you, you gotta cover.
19: freeze it. What the fuck is wrong with you? You're
1: out of your mind. You never did this. Listen to this. <laughs> oh listen
19: oh merry christmas lovers i'm gonna tell you how to make a very special dildo it's called the eggnog, eggnog. Dildo. dildo oh baby oh. get yourself a quart of eggnog get an old style ice tray and just pour a bunch of eggnog into the tray yeah. yeah put it in your freezer let it freeze overnight then when it's all frozen take a nice big knife and cut long slices down the middle like little dildos, you know what I'm saying? Then take it real quick and stick it into your lady's pussy or your man's asshole and watch it melt, and then just eat it out and enjoy. Merry Christmas, lovers. Now
1: what so the fuck you-
16: is wrong with uh, that? Okay, I number got a one, is, I got questions. Okay, so well, how, you cut, how you gonna cut? How you gonna
1: cut? How you gonna cut the ice tray in half? I mean, how you gonna cut uh, ice in Ice tray in half. No, how are you gonna cut the
19: ice? Slice ice. It, yes, no, dude, what, dude? It's he, fucking eggnog. It's not. It's frozen. You can and it's slice gonna be
16: it. like a block
19: of ice. <laughs> hey, you bring no, you're slicing it to into
16: like you're making it to little shapes. But you, you said it. you said it was an old school ice tray. So to me, that's the cubes, right? Oh right. right. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't put that part in of it. That
19: part of it in. You, leave you didn't that say part
16: it. that. So I'm already confused. Okay, oh, I got it. So please. now, so now you got the whole tray, break. and I turn the tray over, and then I get a knife and a hammer. And, and but a what chisel. It, a ch- you I, like you don't need a knife and a hammer for eggnog. <laughs> Let me it's see not you not take like ice. ice.
19: We should take ice and cut it in strips. Eggnogs, I so we do the work. Eggnog you know what? will cut a lot easier than fucking ice. It will? Well, first, well yes. first of all, have you ever really done it? No. Don't worry about what I've done.
9: <laughs> all right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, listen to this next one. It involves. By the way, I mean, it's cre- every- the creepy voice and everything yeah. is perfect. Yeah. You yeah. take the gross
15: sting, and you stick it in the <laughs> other gross sting, and then it goes up your ass.
1: Yeah. That's what I mean. <laughs> you hit it right on the head. He's like, first you take some beautiful food and ruin it then uh, <laughs> you take that beautiful fucking food thing, it's fucking egg you, egg, egg, beautiful and you take food. the food and meanwhile now you need an ice pick to fuck your wife you, you gotta like yourself. you don't need an
3: ice pick <laughs> and you put it in a deep
19: freeze we're gonna <laughs> fuck it's you gonna, me- gonna melt as soon Honey. as it gets in her pussy what is wrong? And it's with gonna
2: you? melt fast, right?
19: Yeah, exactly. First of all, from oh, no woman, Robin, I mean, you got a
1: pussy. So
2: do
19: you want? Hot. Do you want something
1: cold in your I'm pussy? Like, this
2: is freezing cold. Why would I want that?
1: But it, 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 but and also it's like well. First, you take it, and you cut
19: it in half, <laughs> and you stick it in a pushy.
1: You
19: need 48 hours of preparation. I never had any fucking fun, then. I'm sorry. Dude, you <laughs> want
14: to know what I have? You know what? want cold. Well, my wife, did, you well, try, my...
19: did you ever try sucking on a fucking Lifesaver and then eating out, getting eaten out by that?
14: You're huh? crazy. Yeah, well,
9: that's horrible. I mean, you never tried that?
14: <laughs> Who are you asking? You never put Alka-Seltzer in your I'm pussy, Robin. Robin.
7: <laughs> you, you never put Skittles
19: in your ass and shoot them across the room. Listen, I guarantee Robin's done some wild fucking shit. Oh, yeah. She has. yeah. But, you know what?
1: It's all spontaneous. In other words, the guy isn't planning for two days to cut well, it. Don't out. ask
3: me to, don't ask me uh, to do, do fucking sex up. tips, okay? Now, you you gotta know go to, to is, an Ron? antique store and find an ice tray from 1923. And a gas oil lamp.
19: You take yeah. your woman and you spread her out on the bed and you just stick your dick in and get it over. <laughs> right. There you go. When Beth gives, what kind of Thank sex tips?
1: for tip that you? Yeah. Yeah. When, when Beth gives me to go ahead, man. I just get right uh, in the bedroom. There's no ice pick. There's it's no, it's no, no fun, dude. You don't have any. Uh, fun. Ronnie, Ronnie don't sorry.
16: diminish. Like that's what you just said. It's good. That's good sex too. Don't have yeah, to be crazy okay. all the time. Me, Gary,
19: you you keep to your stuff. I'll keep to mine. Yeah. Don't worry so you don't if I want to put that, a birdbath you... in my ass, that's my business. <laughs> <Why
1: not>? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, ladies, I hope your pussy isn't lactose intolerant because
9: I'm going to get this
1: eggnog up your asshole.
9: If you're vegan,
1: you're fucked. Yeah, use <laughs> lactaid.
7: Sorry, uh, Gary, my- I, just,
19: I just don't stick
1: it in. Sorry. This next one involves a Christmas-themed costume. This one is... I don't know, Ronnie. I, you know what it is? You should be like Quentin Tarantino. He stops after 10 movies. Maybe uh, you're sex-tipped okay. out. Here you. Fine. Listen to this.
6: No Listen.
19: problem. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. Get yourself to a costume store and order yourself a Santa Claus beard. Then take your girl, put her on the bed, spread her wide open, and then just start eating her pussy. When she comes, you'll have all that great juice right in your beard to show her how much she's come. Then take the same beard and put it on again. For your boy, spread his ass all open and let that little beard... <laughs> just tingle around his asshole. He'll be so turned on. And then just flip him over and stop licking on his cock. He'll come like the moon. Merry Christmas, lovers.
1: First of all, I have to, I gotta say something. <laughs> I just realized something. The Ronnie puppet now has the new Ronnie glasses. I mean, this is fantastic. Oh,
16: so great. And I don't that's care great. what anybody says. Yeah. You, you guys know, gonna go so fuck totally. yourselves. Yeah. I put exactly. these glasses
7: up stephanie's ass and she loves it it's not weird it's not
1: weird Uh -uh. so the tip is you take a santa beard you let her pussy juice drip into the beard and then when it's full of pussy juice the the
19: beard actually tickles her pussy and gets her fucking hot and as as you're eating her pussy out she's getting all that tingle on her clit and everything from the beard yeah but, by first, the way, yeah, right. but then first you talk goes, about
2: the juices that would be on Natural
3: the beard.
19: Juices. Yeah, because then she's coming like the moon, okay? Moon. Huh? First, you got to drive around and find a costume store, <laughs> though. And, <it's>, and it
3: <laughs> sounds like you're renting dude, this beard dude, to get it a back. Video,
19: there's a video of it. That, uh, you know, you should show the video. What do you mean? Huh? When I did the sex tip, I had the, I had the beard on everything. Uh, we'll put that I on the, the app costume, for sure. I went to the costume store. So you yeah. tried that, Ronnie? You have the
17: juices on the beer. Don't worry about it. Natural, natural juices. You eat have <laughs> the guy's juices. ass like you yeah. say in Don't
1: worry about
3: it. <laughs> 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 well, uh, all right. Well, maybe you're on to something. I don't know. How many people do you have to know to do these tips? You need a girl, you need a guy, you need an ass. You no, you don't need a girl and a guy. I'm just saying it's it's for a girl or a guy. I'm yeah. Being- okay.
19: It's unisex right, the Unisex. Okay. unisex. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: So you're recognizing even the gay community. that can right. do this to each other. That's right. right. That's, very don't very want very, that's very forward yeah. Of
19: yeah. You. Okay, Chris, that's <laughs> fine.
1: Don't try. You don't want to do it. You should try this. All right, here is sex sex and food. Ronnie must get hungry during sex because a lot of this has to do with food. <laughs> <laughs> this tip involves... First, uh, you take a pineapple.
9: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> this involves a uh, chocolate truffle ball. Oh, Yeah. Merry
19: Christmas lovers, get yourself a chocolate truffle ball and then you stick it in your girl's asshole or your boy's asshole and then that will be her butt plug or his butt plug and then... Can I stop this for a second?
1: Isn't eating chocolate out of someone's ass a good way to accidentally eat a turd, Ron? Oh
19: stop it! 100%. It's not all, right. all the way in, like up his a- all the way up in his asshole. Yeah, Just where the, the shit lives.
0: ball. Be careful, Uh-oh.
19: Stephanie. That's not Bosco. It's like it's like a butt <laughs> plug. You remember? corn okay. okay. in the truffle. Remember? Listen to what are
1: the you talking fucking about thing. Remember? <laughs> yeah, he, did it. he tried it out on me. It was great. <laughs>
7: don't act uh, like you
1: don't
19: know. You <laughs> <Jeez>. remember? <laughs> Uh, let me continue let me continue if he says to you or she says to you i want you to eat my butt plug you can just start nibbling on that chocolate truffle oh my god it feels so good oh yeah oh wow yeah
1: merry christmas well, I'll give you this. Th- th- that was very inclusive because no matter what gender you are, everyone has an asshole, and I applaud Ronnie for uh, thinking forward like that. But that's right. I- I'll tell you what, Ronnie, you're playing with fire. You start sticking chocolate up people's asses; it can get confusing in there because as the yeah, thing melts, uh, you don't
19: go all the way up the ass with it. That's what I'm saying. It's like you- it's the butt plug. Okay. okay but yeah, but a butt plug goes in your asshole. The
1: chocolate yeah, truffle like is right going in the, the asshole. Of, it
7: looks like like right at, at the, the, the
19: beginning. Looks like a dingo bear. There's no shit there. Well, I'm sure
1: there's shit not. there. Yeah,
19: there's no
14: shit in an asshole, Howard. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. Not in the well, assholes. In your, yeah, I stick it in. your in.
19: case, Sal, yeah. Uh,
14: there's shit everywhere. I love
17: how Ronnie gets so angry over these two. <laughs> well, he's... You know Listen, he, he, put put mean, steps, not.
3: Not. he put a lot of work in. He he? put a lot of work in. I can tell. That one sounded very similar to the beard one. It's just a thing up your No, ass. it's not.
19: It's not similar at all. It's
3: different. By the well, way, when the chocolate was... starts to taste bad, hey,
19: Chris, stop. You know what? You do your shit, and I'll do mine, and stay the fuck out of my business, okay? Well, well wait saying. a second. A lot
1: of it is like take a weird a thing, take a weird thing, and stick it in the bad. ass. Take weird.
2: a food weird. product, like you said. Take a yeah. food yeah. product, Ronnie. Hey, first, hey, the
19: cones. Mr. Paper Thin Skin. <laughs> Calm down. Your ass is like a refrigerator, Ronnie.
9: <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about Ronnie, first the eggnog.
1: First yeah. the eggnog up <laughs> the ass. Now chocolate. Last year it was the candy cane. Remember this yeah, so one what? was
19: what's wrong with that? And now a
8: sexy holiday
19: tip from Ronnie the Limo Driver. Listen up, guys and girls. Here's what you do with a candy cane. You take that candy cane, lick it first. That makes it wet. Then when you stick it in your girl's pussy, she's going to start to tingle. Because the peppermint is going to make her pussy tingle. So when she starts to tingle, you take that candy cane and you (laughs) stick it in her asshole. Nice and easy. Then you start to eat her out at her pussy. And it will taste so good. And then when Uh. you're done, you have a candy cane that tastes like your woman or your guy.
8: This has been a sexy holiday
9: tip.
1: I'm just calculating how fast my wife would leave me if I stuck a candy cane in her pussy.
9: <laughs>
1: first, you stick the thing. I don't care what the thing is. Just stick it in her ass. Take a Hershey's kiss.
7: Stick it in stick her, <laughs> it in her a mouth. A an eggplant. Put an eggplant in her ass.
2: <laughs> Take a toast. <laughs> asshole Parmesan. First, you yeah. freeze yeah. the
19: eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fucking yeah. laugh, Wally. I don't give uh, a and shit. And you slice it into
1: dildos <laughs> Robin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, Hey, Ronnie, Ronnie, you ever take egg salad and stick it up your girl's ass? (laughs) Oh, yeah. She'll croak like the (laughs) moon. Take a chicken
19: quesadilla and stick it up your ass. A whole turkey. You ever take a fire hydrant up your girl's (laughs) pussy? Yeah. Yeah. A fire extinguisher. (laughs)
1: You put but a lot of your fantasies, so Ronnie, a lot of your fantasies are taking objects and sticking them in ass and pussy, right? I mean, that's fair to say. Well, that's say. what,
19: that's what, you know, you, you're doing a sex tip and that's right. what it involves. Okay. Correct. All right.
1: Should I play your Hanukkah sex tip because you didn't want to lead the Jews out? <laughs> <laughs> you stick a lot in your ass. Yeah, I, mean, it, I mean there's so many take cool things man. Take a you guess what a, Ronnie's Take what Hanukkah tip uh, is. Wait wait a minute. Is it a I dreidel? Mean, here's here's
6: <laughs> a, a basic dreidel. sex tip. Yeah. Want, yeah. Here's yeah. A basic, A basic sex
19: tip. You go in your bathroom and you take out your mouthwash, okay? Right. And you put it in your mouth, you gargle up, you get a lot of it on your <laughs> mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it's all, you go eat your girlfriend out or eat your boyfriend's ass out. They'll get a tingle like you wouldn't believe. And they won't get cavities. And you don't have to, you don't need food, you don't need anything. It's very simple. Hide the matzah oh, yes. to all my Jewish friends out there. Happy Hanukkah. You take gold coins yeah. and shove it the Jews' Jewish ass. Yeah. Jewish guilt. Jewish yeah. guilt.
1: They love money. Yeah. And you you the fish it. up there, right?
9: Yeah. And
19: then you take a Torah. Uh, oh, man. You, uh, take you take our ass. I did my ten fucking movies. I'm done. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, yeah. To all my Jewish friends out there, happy Hanukkah. You take a bagel and lox sandwich and you <laughs> shove it up your ass. Yeah. And then you Bottle eat it. Of oh. man oh, yeah. To all my Jewish <laughs> friends out there, happy Hanukkah. And now I'm going to tell you. Something really cool to do with a very easy thing to find and it's called a dreidel. Yeah. You take your little dreidel and you spread your woman's legs open and you find a little clitoris. And you take it and you put a little bit of lube on just the tip of it and you spin it around on her clint. And then she'll come like the moon. Oh yeah, and your pussy's so wet. This is a great sex tip for Hanukkah, lovers. Lovers.
1: Oh, oh, Ronnie,
19: say oh, hi to your grandchildren. They're oh, listening. Oh, oh. They probably are. Yeah. And then you, you they're, old, they're old enough to listen. And you put it on their tits. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, there's you know no what you way do? a
2: dreidel sprint, split, uh, uh, spins on a clip. <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> don't you
6: don't something. know that.
1: You don't know <laughs> yeah, shit.
6: Have right. you tried it?
1: <laughs> you don't know anything, what?
19: Ronnie. Oh what? shit. <laughs> Robin, you know you what I'm going to do to you? You don't know anything. <laughs>
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shove a Woody Allen DVD up my watch. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then it's going to be very Jewish, because he's very Jewish. Yeah. Take a bowl of matzo ball soup.
7: Here's <laughs> Annie Hall in your and Uranus. anus. <laughs> ah,
1: you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to ah. insert a gross thing into another gross thing,
3: <laughs> and then you'll come like the most. <laughs> here's a Jewish thing. You put up your ass. You guys have no yeah.
16: imagination. I'm sorry, Ronnie. Can well, you uh, can you come oh, from you want... just re- can you come from just regular sex? Like, can you just just be? be uh, do you ever have regular sex? Meaning, what? just like do, I mean, mis- just stick it right in and do nothing else. No, just do you ever have? Yeah, missionary sex. Do you ever have missionary sex? Yeah, I have missionary sex.
19: But what you're saying, what you're saying, is I just fucking stick it in, and that's the end of it. Well no, do I do mean, that? You, 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 Somebody get. <laughs> hey, Gary, a why don't food you food prep, Gary? Get no, out of Gary, here. What's wrong with There's, there's, there's <laughs> tons Gary, of foreplay. Tons of. When, foreplay. when I'm with a
1: lady, I, especially a Jewish lady, what I do is, I strap on a yarmulke, and then and then I take some matzah, and I do the horror while singing the dreidel song, <laughs> and then I fuck her in the ass with a menorah. Yeah. I break glass. Gary,
9: glass. Yeah. Gary
19: should have recorded the room next yeah. door when he was next door to me. Oh, I thought there was yeah. a murder. <laughs> <laughs>
9: exactly.
1: One thing you got to say about Ronnie. Uh. One thing you got to say about Ronnie. Yeah. And Gary knows because he was in a hotel room next to Ronnie. Yeah. His girl right. was screaming and yelling when oh, he was man, working like on it. Don't. So the dude is an expert, right, Gary? Was she going nuts?
16: Not only was she going nuts, Howard, but I do have to, the other compliment I have to give to Ronnie was, it wasn't three minutes. This went <laughs> on for quite a bit of time. Wow. You should have called the front desk.
3: Hey, there's something going on in the room next to me. Someone's getting stabbed with an eggnog dildo <laughs> next to <laughs> me.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Good Lord. I mean, it's unbelievable. Uh, Jesse is on the air in Florida. Go ahead, Jesse he has a question for Ronnie.
0: Uh, two things
5: one as an er doctor if you start messing around with the dreidel you're going to end up in my department trying to
14: fish that thing out of your rectum so i do not I did,
19: that. did i say anything about putting it in anybody's ass
14: it,
13: it always ends up in the ass
19: jesse right? <laughs> no, come off no, 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 no. the speaker phone and just talk the, like a regular person the, dre- the dreidel never wound up in anybody's ass if you you know, the listen, listen, as the did know. listen okay <laughs> so
5: I-, I was confused by the beard thing, Ronnie, because the way you guys recorded it, it sounds like what you're saying is the guy is putting on a beard, going down on his girlfriend, yeah. and then he's using that same beard to blow a guy. You said, and then you take the beard and blow your boy, but yeah. it doesn't. That's stand. what it I heard. Yeah.
19: That's what I thought too. Well, whoever
9: that's what he it, said. Whoever yes.
19: cut it up, cut it up wrong then, because I said you could. <laughs> never mind. Exactly. Uh, what Ronnie is going for,
1: Jesse, Jesse, what Ronnie's going for is he's trying to make unisex sex tips. Exactly. Maybe, yeah. And so he starts talking about girls and guys. Maybe, Ron, what you got to do is just stick to girls. And then, uh, if any gay people are listening, they can insert their ideas separately. No, he can just give straight them. up gay
10: sex. Tips. That's also fine. Yeah. Someone can. <laughs>
0: but, what about right.
9: the trans- but what he community.
2: said was, you could I use get- the same beard. Yeah. Because the pussy juice would yep. be tickling his butt yeah. while you're That's eating it. out his butt. So it was yeah. all it
9: very, very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
17: I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but how does Ronnie know the gay sex tips work if he's not trying them out? <laughs>
1: Barbie, you're on the air in Ohio. Hi, Barbie.
11: <laughs> Good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robert. I, Robin, I love, love, love you guys. <laughs> and for 30 years. And I just can't tell you how much I have learned from you. Um Thank you. And I wanted to let you know, I'm so excited because my youngest child is finally old enough to listen to you with me now. God. <laughs> I feel like you can handle it. And now I can enjoy it with What's her. Was he 50? I don't know. <laughs> no, 14.
1: 14 you know? Oh, no. And I just
11: feel like I don't have to keep my hand yeah. close to the radio to... How's he like Ronnie's uh, sex tips?
1: Is
19: he, yeah. uh, is, is he learning? <laughs> he's at the costume
1: wow. store. Right. Yeah.
19: Has
7: yeah, he jammed Henry candles Thomas. in his ass yet?
19: <laughs> all right.
7: I'll
1: play one more mystery sound and then we'll wrap this thing up because uh, this could go on all day. And we're having fun, but fun has to come to an end. You know the party at some point has to end. Okay, here we go. Um, we've had a lot of strange things on the show. A lot of strange moans on the show. I'm going to play a couple for you and tell me who's moaning and why. All right. Here's the first one. Who is moaning and why? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who
16: is that? Uh, Gary. Gary's
2: hand went up first.
16: Mm, I, I, that's not Debbie the calm lady trying to blow Eric, is it? That
1: is. In fact, that's high Ooh. pitch Eric getting blown okay, by wow. Debbie the calm lady. Good for you. <laughs> Uh, for those of you who remember 2022, after months of planning, the two of them finally met up for a blow job we dubbed the Super Blow. Debbie spent three days blowing high pitch Eric, but he unfortunately was unable to come.
10: I mm. 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 okay. uh, uh, want you to like, enjoy this moment. Like, uh, come on, Eric, give
18: me
16: what I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought was about it felt like it. mm mm-hmm. You know, when you're about to come and it feels like mm-hmm. it. <sighs> oh, come
18: on, Eric. No, no, look, let's take a break. Huh? Okay. Let's take a little break
14: and I will want to get
3: Oh, oh you God! She so annoyed. There's a lot of talking
16: for a guy who's about to come. Oh,
3: uh, about he to never came for three days. He had to
1: take a break, and uh, she got the. Um, <laughs> she's still waiting. She won the. Uh, she won the Kennedy Center honors for that.
3: Uh, <laughs> you know that feeling when you're about, about to come? Uh, it's not gonna happen.
14: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Debbie Bloom for three days, zero come
14: zero <laughs> break. We should yeah. take a break. <laughs> like he works at a warehouse. He's getting a blowjob. He's not working a forklift. <laughs> he needs <laughs> a break. break. <laughs> a you know what I mean?
3: He, what cool. was he
1: doing? Just laying on his back. I mean, I he wasn't
3: was enjoying this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here's a sound that came before a moan. See if you remember this. Here's a sound that came before a moan. You know what that is? Go ahead, Richard. Is that Michael
17: Rappaport spanking me? Indeed you're Oh! Wrong.
14: Wow, very good.
17: Jesus. Okay. There it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, here let's... we go. Ah!
9: Yeah! Oh! <laughs> ah! You have to say thank you, Daddy. I want
17: another. Thank you, Daddy. I'll take another. Oh See, I'm going to be a good fantasy football boy I'm going to be, I'm going
6: to follow the rules sir. Are you going to follow the rules? I will you follow sick the rules, fuck. sir I'm going to beat ah. that ass I'm going to oh. turn it into the roadkill that you eat, you sick animal you. Oh. Oh. Okay, you yeah. fucking hillbilly Okay Say okay Okay, sir I'm going to be a good fucking hillbilly I'm going to be a good fucking you hillbilly You sick oh. animal <laughs> <No more Howard. laughs>
1: That was uh, more shocking than the Oscar slap That happened between Will Smith and Chris Rock Wow Very, very good. Well, I'm going to stop there. There's more game, Rob, and I give this more review of 2022. But, you know, ladies and gentlemen, all good things have to come to an end. You know, I see it's, according to Mr. Clock, time to end the show. So, with that, I suppose we bid adieu to our beautiful audience. And we remind them there's so much going on next week that tune in for the fun. In fact... Hollyweird squares with some stellar lineup like you've never heard before, right here on the show. Everybody loves it. Robin, who are you looking forward to seeing in the squares?
2: Well, I'm looking to forward to seeing the expression on Ike's face while he sits there with the rest of the Wagpack Pack. Carrying you're
16: referring on. to uh, Ike, Barinholtz, Ike Barinholtz, of course. Barinholtz, yeah. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> yes I'm Gary. sure he's going to enjoy it. Yes, I'm Gary. Gary.
16: I can't wait to see Hunger F.F. and Mad Dog Russo interact.
3: Oh, yes. boy. It's I can't wait to see fun. Gary interact with Hunger F.F. That's your boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> Are
9: we going to have to
2: hide Gary? Because yes. that's quite yeah. a connection.
1: Hey, is there any chance during Hollywood Squares, Gary, you could turn into uh, Fisty Gary and maybe uh, seduce him a little bit? I'm, I'm ready to roll. Oh, excellent. <laughs> okay. I would love that.
16: And ready to roll. Yeah, I
1: love it. uh, (laughs) Well, uh, Ronnie, uh, I still say uh, we'll keep the sex tips. Maybe I was a little rough on you, but the audience seemed to enjoy it. So there you go. But, uh, you know, all I'm trying to say is a lot of excitement happened this week and a lot of excitement's going to happen next week as we continue this beautiful game and review 2022. And from all of us at the Year in Review, we say so long. And now regular Howard is back with total wine.